Are we going to do a show? Uh, let's Even though you pretty much just had half the podcast before I hit this thing. But uh, you, are you ready to do a show? All right. Yeah. Let's do all a right. show. Yeah. Okay. I, now, I was loud because I was yelling at you. Technically, that time I was actually yelling at you. Now the music is now playing. Now Am you're I loud because the music. Am I loud again? I know. I think I'm talking normal right now. Yeah, I mean, normal for you. You're a loud guy. I got a text today oh. by multiple people. Apparently, some company in Wisconsin gave all their employees guns huh? as presents. So, of course, somehow or another, because I'm from Wisconsin, I must need. I, I need this news immediately. But I'm not. Again, you you went to school there. Are you surprised by that? No, except and neither the guns was I. are expensive. That's kind of like I would rather have the money. Is I mean, that, if I was to, I didn't read the article because I'm not much of a linker guy. <laughs> I'm, much I'm not a reader. much of a literate human being. I uh, I'm just assuming that was a more in-your-face kind of gesture. Yeah. If I know a little bit about where I'm from. Happy Happy Christmas. Yeah. Defend Jesus. Santa's white. Look, the only other thing we hand out there is holiday hams. That's a great good. giveaway. Is holiday hams a good a good forty-five dollar holiday? You, you have to give me it a has to be an expensive ham. ham, and I will go to town on that thing. I'm not a ham guy. Welcome to Hollywood and. I'm Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck, ham lover. Uh, you don't like ham? I, no, I, I do, but it's not my I thing. Mean, I'm, I wouldn't consider myself, I don't walk around going, I'm a ham guy. Well, like, I don't, that's not. You could be. No, I don't even put it on sandwiches that much anymore. Well, turkey, yeah, because. Turkey Sammy's, baby. Yeah, so you're a California guy. That's tur- tur- you know It's what? all about the turkey. It's all about the turkey. No avocado, though. Oh, so see, that's where you've moved on. That's where everyone's like, you're a Nazi. And I'm like, nope, just a guy who doesn't like mush in my mouth. I don't. I don't like the, the texture of avocado. It's so good for you, though. Yeah, look, I use avocado cooking oil. It's in stuff that I eat. It's oil, but I don't like strictly get up and like Oil's make an so avocado. For you. Like Nicole eats them with a fucking spoon. By the way, um, I don't know where this is going to go since we're talking about uh, Wisconsin, but there was also that great picture that came out from. Uh, uh, Baraboo uh, High School, the junior prom with all the kids doing the Sikh Heil. Except for the, but the funny thing is when that came out before it hit the news, it, it showed up on my Twitter feed. And when I looked at the picture, the first thing I noticed was the one kid in the corner that was like, hell fucking no. And you could even see the look on his face. He's like, absolutely not. And I thought to myself, that's the only kid in the photograph. Who had parents that, un- that loved him? That, but also understands fucking social media. Like that kid is like, no, this is forever. Dude, your you, face and I your seek Kyle yes. are now ingrained in the internet for all of eternity. They will all apologize and say they were sorry for it, but that picture will never not be on the internet and it will constantly recycle in other people's arguments. They're going to be seeing that shit. Stuff. Their kids are going to be seeing that shit uh, when they're adults. You know what I mean? That one kid was like... Good for that kid. He was so smart. But I got to be honest with you, I'm not surprised by that stuff. Baraboo. Again, well, no, it's not even, by the way, Baraboo, do you know what Baraboo's known for? Uh, That's the cir- Circus Museum. That's where the Circus Museum is. Oh, good. The Circus yeah. Museum. So now we know where all the clowns are. Boom, just wrote that one on the fly. But my yeah, point is. Yeah, did. My point is, like, I'm not, they're a little bit behind <laughs> the times as far as, like, catching up. Like, they may behind have thought that was. Behind the times. An, my point is, and I'm not defending them, they may have thought that that was an innocent gesture and they thought it was funny, but there's, but the, po- the point is it shows their true ignorance for, like, it's not funny anymore. And you can say, hey, man, no, it, it is funny. You have, to, you have to be able to take a joke. It's like, no, no there no, are no. certain things. What was going on with the person taking that photo? Well, the, and he was the one who told him to do it. Okay, so an adult said, hey, everyone, 
do a give me the give me your best Hitler. Well, he didn't say that, but he said he told him to kind of do it in that gesture. And then he saw that they were doing it. And if you look at the kid in the middle, the kid in the middle, unlike the kid in the uh, upper corner who did nothing, the kid in the middle was doing what's this sign? Yeah, right, he was doing you, the look white at power it, sign. Oh, he was doing white power sign in the middle. Oh, so Jesus, of course, that the means something under, totally different to me. Oh really? Well, well, the hole. You would get people to look at the hole. The okay. You oh, do the okay. No, sign. no, no. Okay, so my son does that. Yeah, if you didn't put a finger through it before it was opened they up, hit, they could hitch. They could they punch, could punch you. you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so my thirteen-year-old son does that. He does it because he wants to punch his younger brother, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. always like, knock it off, because I see that, and I'm like, no, no, no. You don't really know what that means. I you just know. want to hurt your brother. Ha- that's white. This power? actually, yes, that's a white power sign. Jesus. Yeah. I'll stop playing that game. Uh, I think it's like the it's upside down. Well, I think it's supposed to look like a W, w? and then a P. I guess uh, I don't know. I, look, this is where I'm getting all grandpa right now. I don't yeah, know about yeah, that. Yeah, you're like I think the I'm, young Nazis are. I yeah, I'm not. I'm not up on the old the. I know, but the funny thing is, is like the so Hitler uh, youth are doing. I guess my point is like there. It's just interesting to me that, and I know this is supposed to be a funny show, and, and it will be. But I'm gonna bring up <laughs> two things because I'm from Wisconsin and I was around for these things when I was in college in Milwaukee. Skinheads had made a resurgence yes. back. Do you remember that? And it was like they were tied into ska, and I was really mad because I like ska music, <laughs> and I was really pissed off. I'm like, yeah. get oh, out of my skinhead. music, you yeah, fucking no, 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 no. Nazis. I just found this music, and it's really cool. Yeah, and you know, you fuck me yeah, up. and then and you guys don't need to be trying to steal that. So it was a skinhead thing, and also my parents had a lake house in northern Wisconsin, uh, still do to this day, and um, there was this huge issue going on back then about Native Americans and uh, spearfishing. Did you go to school up there during the spearfishing? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I there was a friend of mine who was from Argentina, but he looked like he was Native American, and so he and I went up there to hang out for a weekend. And, dude, the, I, it was the first time as just an average idiot white kid, I had to experience racism, like racism and hatred because this guy was with me. And the things that people were saying to him and were throwing stuff at him and were doing the, ooh, like just just young white dudes driving by in trucks, just tell them to fuck off, you know. And you know, I want to use some of the language that they they use, but I'm sure you know. There was the t- a T the followed by an N. Yeah, just some of the stuff, and I was like, oh my god. And 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 what I I will tell you, and this is what it's about: the apple on the tree. My dad spent a lot of time. I, the reason why we we vacationed in northern Wisconsin, my dad loved northern Wisconsin, and I remember saying to my my dad because the way the the the, the it, they spun it as if it was wrong. To spearfish, right? And it was it was unfair to all of us that were doing regular fishing. And I remember my yeah, because spearfishing is so easy. But but this is this is a life lesson. Previous guest, my father. This is why parenting is so important. Uh, So I went to my dad, and I was mad because in the news it was like it was wrong, right? Yeah, we shouldn't be allowing them to do it. I went to my dad, and I was like, yeah, but dad. You know, we we have to pay you know permits to fish and do all this stuff, and because we're visiting. But no, I was just I was just doing all the talking points. I was mad because that's what I had heard. Like somehow or another, us types were being punished for that. And my dad uh, was like, "Well, son, um, let me give you a little bit of history yeah, on, you on Indians in, Nor- in Wisconsin and the things that we have taken from that." Like he literally just sat me down and schooled me on history, facts, the real situation of what was going on there. And I was like, "Oh, so my dad's not going to be mad with me." He was gonna have old white man rage and be like, "Yeah, no, screw the he Indians." Was my dad, rational thought. My dad, I, I was like, "Oh, my dad's actually progressive and lives w- in the real world uh, with facts." And was like, "So no." And so for me, I was kind of all of a sudden I swayed back to the other side and I was like, "You people are a bunch of ignorant idiots." 
No, this is before all the uh, when me and my buddy went up there. Right, right. I, so I kind of told the story backwards, but like that. Yeah. So I guess when I see this stuff, I kind of go, "Where are the parents?" Like, because I, I look at it like I was. People make fun of me and say that I moved to California because I just wanted to be where all the progressives, like where all, all the all the libtards were. Okay. And I'm just looking well, at myself. I'm like, fine. But I, I almost kind of feel like there's a natural progression, and I and I got it from my parents, and I don't think it's a bad thing. So I think you get a lot of your perspective. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Parents. If I would have hung up a fucking Nazi flag in my bedroom, my dad would have been like, "What in the fuck are you doing?" Like, there was no, there was no lo- like, like, oh yeah, Nazis, that's cool. Like, no, because his fuck the generation before him fought off Nazis in a World War II, like. What in the fuck are people thinking? Like, why do you think that's okay? It's insane to me that that's looked at as like, ah, they're just laughing about and having a good time. Yeah, the whole la- that see that's where they that's where they try to get away with it. It's like, oh, it's just in jest. It's just some fun times. I'm Let like, me tell you what wasn't wouldn't fun be in times jest. for people that went through it. No, if a if that was if that was a fucking picture of all black kids at an all black school and they were like. And there was some sort of symbol that was like kill Whitey. Yeah. Oh my and God. they were doing that symbol. And oh, they're just joking. Bullshit. We'd be on that school. We'd be shutting it down. We'd be fucking displacing those kids and separating them so they didn't start a group. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Fox News Television the minute that would have happened. Yeah. All so right. anyway, I know that that's funny, but my point was it 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 showed up in my feed, and it's and, and I've been getting all these things texting about Wisconsin, and I just want you to know that finally Wisconsin has has finally gone back to a Democratic governor, and I do believe there's a lot of progressive good people in that state. There are just some people that still believe that VHS was the best thing that was ever invented, and that should say and a they lot haven't about moved where, forward about how their mind works and what they think is a Get good your world. Blu-ray <laughs> out of here. I've got VHS. <laughs> okay, cool. Whatever you do, never learn about new things. Dude, by the way, did you see that thing about the? Uh, let's bring our guest in because I'm going to ask you about the other thing that I posted that, that had nothing to do with me, but it was really funny what the oh, comments were yeah. below that Lego thing. Oh, so bring bring the guest in. Uh, I our ask guest today, uh, comedian, actor. Uh, I'm going to say probably writer, producer, all around well-rounded Hollywood legend. Uh, I don't know about well-rounded. Okay, <laughs> all right, okay. We'll find out and in <laughs> during shape, this discussion. An in-shape... Yeah, healthy. Healthy, healthy. Uh, actor, comedian, producer, writer, Raul D. Lewis. What's up? What's How are you? Hello. Welcome. Sorry How about you my rants. So you're probably like, no, what? I loved it. Yeah, you're we probably were... like, what show am I on? Yeah. I thought it said it was comedy. He's like, great, I'm doing this some anti-Nazi <laughs> podcast. I felt like I was in some white basement. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially... If we were doing this in Wisconsin or <laughs> Illinois, we would probably be in my mom's basement. You both got the camouflage. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. A little, little unsettling, Minor probably. skinny jeans. Mine are skinny. Right, so, right, right, it's, so. it's, it's tailored. Tailored, yeah. And yeah. mine are just to camouflage my penis area. <laughs> what? So, real quick, to go back to the thing, what I was saying about the... the so, I saw this. Uh, oh. I showed up my feet about this. These, uh, It's like uh, somebody ripped off Legos, and this is a real product. They ripped off Legos, and it was a MAGA Lego set where it was Donald Trump and you and the kid. It, kids get to build a wall, and it's called Build a Wall. Uh, MAGA. It's called Build That Wall. Build That Wall, and it was and uh, it's for kids. And there's a little tiny Donald wow. Trump Lego with a hard hat on. Yeah, right? because he's gonna do all the heavy lifting. And 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 again, <laughs> no Mexicans. And the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is <laughs> but here's the, but here's the best part about it was the I saw the first two comments underneath it. I just happened to it showed up my feed, and I, those are the first two that just popped up. Yeah. And the one was like, "Well, this is a waste of time." Like they were trying to be negative towards it, and they go, 
Well, first off, this is a waste of time. The wall is gray, and it ki- if you know anything about kids, they 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 uh, they're not going to be interested because they um, they like no colors. P- they like colors, and the person <laughs> comment below that goes, "No offense, dude, but I don't think any kid that plays with this like colors." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, and I just started laughing my ass great. out. My genius. <laughs> yeah, it was. A Twitter good wins right yeah. there. But but right that there. first comment wasn't like a pro. They were like, "No, fuck this. Your idea is dumb. The wall is gray." Yeah, it's literally. Right, yes. Right. I'm going to stack gray Legos yeah. on more gray Legos yes. and make a wall that my other Lego. And then who, who are you blocking out at that point? There's only one guy that comes with the set. You're going to need, like, at least several, like, a caravan of Lego characters <laughs> that you can right. put outside the gray wall, <laughs> right. knocking or whatever. And then the hard hat Trumpy bear or whatever Trumpy gets all bear. excited. With the tist finger. Yeah, that's that's not, <laughs> not, not in my country, finger wag. <laughs> Fucking idiots. That's um, crazy, man. Yeah, well, that's it's a uh, ridiculous. Again, and again, it, it, not put out by actually the company Lego. It was put out by a. a no, I'm sure Lego's probably already sued them yeah, for they like. Put out a cease and desist. So it's like a parody Lego. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, there, so they, which there have been a lot of those, like just generic. You can so obviously Legos. you there's you can buy. A, I, I'm assuming it's some. I didn't know this about patents, but patents don't last forever. So at no. some point, whatever it is you create. Yeah, you got to get your money while you can get it, and, and at some point, I guess it expires, and you cannot renew it. Like you can't. Oh, there. I think you. Oh, I don't know about can, not though. being able to renew it. I think well, how you come can there's like it. there are obviously because I have kids. You have kids. No. Okay, because I have kids. I obviously spend enough time. You see, there are like there's off brands of Legos, so well, I'm assuming they're yeah. I think the knockoffs. Like you could change it thirty percent. Yeah. Like oh, that. Yeah. Okay. They're 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 not like. Because I've this was in the toys that made us. Have you ever seen that that documentary? I <laughs> no. talk about it a lot, but it's on Netflix. Yeah. It's like uh, there's two seasons out so far. It's a four part documentary series, and each episode is like a different toy. So like episode one was the Star Wars toys. Right. Episode two right. two was Barbie. Episode three was um, uh, like Thundercats or He Man or something like that. You know, toys that you played with GI Joe that right. kind of thing. <clears throat> but they talk about um, uh, what were you just talking about? I got all excited Legos. about that documentary. Oh, Legos. Oh, yeah. yeah. They talk about that. How they, like, the, an off. <laughs> an, a good an, listener. A knockoff would come out, and it, all they had to do was change it a certain percentage, but they still made them connectable right. to Legos. So you could still buy these. Like, I don't know if you, I remember that, like, spilling out all my Legos and then having, like, some that weren't Legos, but they fit with Legos. And I'm like, right. shitty colors. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. <laughs> well, I'm from, I'm from, like, a third world country, so we yeah. always had a bunch of knockoffs. You got... Is that, true? is that true? So it's yeah, like you get like the and they sell it as it's it's the main product. And what country? Okay, so they don't change the name a little bit too, or they do? Well, they do. Like like I Legor. had fake Nikes. So what? And, and so it was called Nikas. Nikas. It had an A at the end, N I K A. Was this was the swoosh? It had same? a swoosh. Yeah, and it's from Canada. And I remember thinking, yeah, look, this like the shoes from America, and people were like. Motherfucker, that's not Nike. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, except for it's misspelled and yeah. the quality is garbage. But I guess if garbage. everybody has them, then you don't Every. feel bad. I mean, what, right. does it because rem- because so, the whole point was, I grew up. My parents, youngest of seven, yeah. they, I I clear. I have a huge shoe fetish now, and I know where it came from. Right. I got hand-me-down tennis shoes. His mom, his right? Sisters. And I, and I I actually well, for one full year I had to wear my mom's tennis shoes to school. Because they were like, no, you're, you know, my parents didn't have a, a ton of money, and they're right. like, and you're, you're growing up. It's they like had you're, seven kids. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not getting hundred dollar <laughs> Nikes. No, when you're gonna grow out of them in three months. Right. It's, my parents were like, no, dude. How about food? 
Let's yeah. say we start with food. <laughs> we can and keep you the get house. Whatever, you could uh, have a meal or you a can get warm coat. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? How about a warm coat? Coats. Though some of the shoes that I got because I grew up in a winter area, I mean, yeah. I literally, those things would break in half during like right. the cold they, season. They, they start were so talking. Cheap. Yes. Yeah. After a while, yeah. I call flap, them clickety flap claps because the last clap, the last part just fell off. And I remember one bringing to my dad going, it's time for new ones. And he goes, give me those. He took them out of the tap, garage. Tap, 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 He stapled and he put in some shoe or some uh, like some glue. like uh, glue and he put them in a vice. And he's like, don't touch these for a little while. Your shoes will be back ready. I'm like, no, no, I thought we were going to go to the shoe store. I didn't. He's like, what do I look like? I made that. a fucking shoe money? No, yeah. dude. I got a vice and some gorilla glue back here. We're going to go crazy on these things. So back to the knockoff thing, like, w- did did a lot of people wear them or was it or, or did you still know that like once you got, you got still pointed knew out? You had some. Okay. And what country were you were, were you born and raised? Trinidad. Trinidad, Trinidad and that, Tobago. That might probably. be a good question to, to, to talk to get to, to, to get Well, right, but I just wanted to... Now, in Trinidad, did you guys get, like, let's say... Because we're the same age. So, mm-hmm. let's say... You guys don't look the same. No, of you look twenty not. years younger than John. Yeah, and I look like a haggard, <laughs> drunk uncle who just got out of <laughs> fucking a stint in Rikers or whatever. Like I know what I look like. If I'm you guys aware. went out, the someone would pull Raleigh aside and be like, "Are you okay? Do you need help? <laughs> Why are you? What, what is he doing to you? Has he kidnapped it's you? The, it's the camouflage." <laughs> but did you? But did you ever get like? Patriots win the '85 Super Bowl T-shirts. T-shirts? No, yeah. we, no, we didn't get football stuff. Baseball. Not none of that. Oh, none. So that okay. whole so is that so we that's joke Africa. about that here. So that's is it Africa? It, it, that's yeah. Africa. It, is it true? Though? It is true. So I've seen, I've seen oh, pictures. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's true, but it's like because in Trinidad they still think they're savvy. You know what I mean? So they'll wear like Nikas. <laughs> and they're know? okay with it. They're, like, they're okay because it looks enough like Nikes. And then some guys would put like a try to make the A and then an E. They oh, like try to fix it. Hilarious. You know. <laughs> Just gonna color this and in. Just, yeah, just add a little, little, little mark to it. Uh, well, yeah, you know, I sh- like a little bit of whiteout, right? Like, should right. you cl- keep the shoes clean if they're the exactly. white ones, right? All that stuff, I can get it. But you could always tell when someone tried you always to tell. You could always because because the rich kids always had the, the they, real. Oh, ones. they did. Okay, that doesn't help when you're surrounded when you, there yeah. are other people around you that have the actual thing. Right. You can always look at that and go. Ah, Everyone's right. got to be poor together. That was the, the messed up thing about Trinidad. Is like it was like. People, somebody's dirt poor living next to somebody that's really rich. Really? Wow. Yeah. So it was. So it was literally that the proximity. Just you where, could be just that close where I to lived. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So Trinidad was, was a small Detroit. Exactly. <laughs> but it's. But there yeah. was no defining. There was no dividing line between where all the wealthy lived and. Oh where, no, there is. Okay. But there is also. It's like it's kind of a middle class island. Okay. So so there. It's like when you go to Jamaica, you like it's here's the tourist area, here's the, the beach, and you go around the back of the hotel and it's like. Poverty zone, you know what I mean? It's terrible. Yeah. It's like, uh, but Trinidad was more like uh, you'd have like just just the neighborhood I grew up in. It would be like a nice house, then a mediocre house, then like a shack, then a nice house. Because they hadn't developed it into, right now, that whole area now, it's kind of more upper class. Yeah, okay. Where, where you used to live or yeah. you still family there? I still have uh, an uncle there. Okay. And he's like, it's just rich now. It's just nice now. Okay. And then that's gated off. How many people are, w- are you, would you say, are in Trinidad? It's a bigger, it's considered a big island. It's got it like is. like 1.2 million people. Okay, wow. All right. That's a lot of people. It's kind of like, because they have oil. They don't have a lot of tourism, so they had oil and uh, natural gases and, gotcha. and uh, a sugar cane and a rum industry. Ah. Uh, yeah. Is that where uh, like Captain Morgan comes from? No. No. That's, no, that's for good. That's, yeah. That's that's good now, now I'm going to ask from. my first, I ask a lot of stupid questions. That's my role on this show. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. because you had the rum industry, was there a lot of alcoholism on that island? 
Uh, I did didn't you see realize the two, it. Did the did the two yes. go hand in hand? Yes. Interesting. And, and diabetes. Because rum is so sweet. Yes. Yeah, it's just sugar. And also because of all the sugar cane, they put oh. sugar in everything. The bread was sweet. Everything was just sweet. Jesus. How they, do you have all your teeth? Done. Uh, these aren't mine. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. They look fake. I'll be honest with you. They look too nice to be real. But um, okay, that's no. Crazy. That's also a problem. There's people like there. I go. You 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 com- um, complimenting me and saying that I look. Good, but I've gone back to visit, and the people that I grew up with, I was like, Jesus Christ, they look like hell. Yeah, teeth missing, and well, they're eating sugar bread or whatever. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that shit ain't good from when to you. when did you live there? So how long of your life did you live there? I lived, uh, I left there at nine years old. At nine years old, okay. But then I and uh, and then my mom was uh, when when I was like about thirteen, she was like, oh, you know, my dad was like, send him back so he can become a man, you know, to show me show me how to be a man. And I went back at thirteen for like a year. Without your parents? My dad was down there. Oh, okay. Because they divorced. Oh, gotcha. Where did you guys move to when you left at nine? So where were you for those in-between years? I went from uh, beautiful island to New Jersey. The ghettos of Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Why New Jersey? Just out of curiosity, (laughs) how did you end up there? I think my mom, we first landed in Newark. I think she was like... She couldn't afford New York. She was like, "Yeah, this is close enough." And look, <laughs> it says the Garden State. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gardens and are good. And it was good. a ghetto. And so I remember being because we weren't poor or anything. So oh, but so you were in so you Jersey. Were middle, you were middle class in Trinidad. In Trinidad. Okay. But my mom and dad got a divorce, and my mom was like, "I'm taking them to America where they could be really successful." How many of you? Uh, four of us. Okay. So we went to the ghetto. <laughs> and I was like, I, "But what's weird is like when you're in other." island or the country like that and you see stuff in america you think it's so great you're like wow but you're you're watching like um you know what's that saved by the bell and all right. that stuff. <laughs> and you look you're looking at california right you're not seeing god it. america looks great you get to jersey like, what the fuck is this place this <laughs> exactly. is in america well, it's like going to even hollywood america's like no to, that's new jersey it's by like that. going to hollywood and then they're like let's go to hollywood boulevard you're like no that's the only place you don't go that's right it. It's like, oh, it's glamorous. Not like people on the boulevard. Shooting up on the, <laughs> on the, the Elvis star. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and oh. it's Elvis. Yeah. Exactly. Paved with gold. Dressed with a Elvis. fanny pack. Yeah, exactly. And telling you it's a dollar to watch him shoot up <laughs> yeah. if you and take a picture. If you take a picture of it. It's like, oh, great. So, yeah. so you went to New Jersey. So were you ex- were you totally fine with going back to Trinidad? Yeah. For that year? Get me the fuck yeah. out of here. No, I was excited because, you know, because I was like, a, I, was, I had, a, uh, had an accent. I was a kid from an island, so I was always fighting. So you got, took a lot of shit then. It yeah, was, it, it was a lot Jersey of shit. wasn't the uh, open arms uh, state. <laughs> state that it appears to be these yeah. days. Yeah. Uh, where were you, uh, um, brothers and sisters, and where did you fall within that? You, so I'm you were the nine. youngest. Youngest. I'm okay, the youngest. so, so they're all older. How and much older were they? were you? Were they still like in high school and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Or okay, did yeah, they uh, have a hard time uh, adopting the? They did too, but they're uh, they were bigger. Yeah, you know they were kind of pretty tough. And then there's a group. Uh, there was like a group also. They called them the West Indians, right? It means all the, the all the people from the Caribbean that pretty much speak English, and the Jamaicans were just badasses. So they all started to clump together, and so they would protect each other. Oh. So the Jamaicans were just like people. After a while, people stopped not messing with the Jamaicans because they're like, you know, they were like the first guy I ever saw with a gun was this Jamaican guy. I was like, "This is gun business. We don't take no shit." <laughs> and I'm like, and "You're like, okay, okay." <laughs> he was like 19. He was still in high school, and so <laughs> so he was Jesus. like, "No, it was a rough town." New yeah. East Orange. We end up being in East Orange, New Jersey, and East Orange was so upset because this 
area called Camden, New Jersey, was like a third on the murder capital. And East Orange was like, what? They, those guys are pussies. Like, like, like yeah, okay. They're like not they're murdering upset. enough. Yeah, they were upset that they weren't on the list. Okay, well, yeah. there's, everybody's got goals. Everybody has goals. <laughs> we got to get on that murder list. I'm going to start by murdering you and you <laughs> and you. Like, okay. Uh, Say getting followers, except not yeah, except you're yeah, murdering yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, killing, yeah. killing your followers. <laughs> so you're getting followers, then killing them to make a weird list. <laughs> so when you went back, okay, so you're nine, so, and, and you're, uh, so you're under 10, you're single digits. And as we all know, looking back, we have a, yeah. we have a very different perspective before we, co- you know what I mean? Like of right. what we romanticize what we, how we see the world is mostly through innocent eyes for the most part, right? right? So you come back at 13 after living somewhere else. Was it everything you expected it to be or, how did, or did you come back a little hardened? Like what was your attitude going back to a country? Well, when I, I, when I went back to Trinidad, I, I realized I over-romanticized everything. You did. Okay, so you did. Yeah. That. It, was, it was still cool, but then also I went back thinking I'm still Trinidadian. And they're like, ah, Yankee boy. They yeah. come. They're like, you're not one you're of us anymore. You're a piece anymore. of shit from Jersey now. Yeah, exactly. They were treating me like, oh, you're American now. And so I was overcompensating and trying to like climb the highest mango tree and do all these like adventurous. All stuff. the things that make you a man there. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, and then so I would just, so they started. I got a nickname Monkey because I'd climb all the. Tr- I was like, no, uh, no, I'm still from here. Like, I try to do all this shit. Just risking my life and shit. <laughs> Just to prove to some guys that you'll probably never <laughs> see again. That I don't even give a shit about Yeah, that, that you're like, I fucking don't even like these dudes. But I will prove to you, well, yeah. I'll climb the highest tree and risk falling out and breaking <laughs> my fucking neck. Outside of that, though, that, that describes the teen years, though, right? Yeah. Like, right, I'm going right. to prove to you my worth. Right, I'm right. going to prove to all you people that will have no value in my long-term life. Right. Yeah. The, uh, prove to you the most for some reason. Like, <laughs> yeah. those are the people you're like, oh, we barely know each other? Well, fucking watch this. Like, why? <laughs> right, right, right. Which, which is so, like, that just speaks volumes of, of you can be wherever the fuck you want to be from. Yeah. Right. And, well, I mean, you can't be from wherever you want to be. You know what I mean? Like, you can be from wherever. But, like, teenagers kind of, like, it's across the, the board... Are very. I be, I'm sure you thought you knew more than your parents. I'm sure you thought right. you know everything was stupid. Like there's just certain things that as a teenager you're like, yeah, this is like, you're going back showing yeah. off to people again that you didn't give a shit about and we're never gonna see again. Oh, and I know when I think back about it, they just outsmarted me because they were like, oh, I bet you can't get those mangoes because you're from America. Because I'd love to have <laughs> yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah. Because I'd love to have one. If you and then get I'm it. up there like throwing it down <laughs> to them and they're like, like oh, thanks, psycho, freaking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like when it's like when I go to a grocery store, people are like, "Hey, can you get that off the top shelf for me?" <laughs> Same thing, right? <laughs> so, did you ever find yourself in order to be even more powerful, bragging about uh, uh, that you were from the murder capital of uh, or, or next near the murder to the next murder next capital? Next, yeah, you were adjacent to the murder capital. <laughs> murder of adjacent. We're, cam- murder we're Camden adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ne- I never liked East Orange. Okay, I mean, I had some good friends here. I liked the people that I was I was in contact with, but like the the, the like a few months after we get there, that guy we, we befriended, who was like, he was like the mayor's bodyguard's son. He was like a nerd, and then uh, he ended up being joining some gang, and because he's trying to, because they made fun of him, and then a couple, two years into it, he thinks he's the toughest guy now, and he just ends up getting killed. It always leads to the same place, right? Like when you yeah. start playing that game, exactly. Dude, and gangs and dealing hard drugs. The only two. Two endings to those. Jail or death. Yeah. 
Prison I or like, death? I like how much you're an authority on it. <laughs> like, you like, you see what the, how like, much conviction? Me, <laughs> no, no, just uh, but I mean, look, yeah. everyone I've known John's who's done like, both death and jail. <laughs> no, John's dead. Uh, I'm actually in jail right now. No, but dead, I mean, he's dead I've in jail. Met, I've met guys who think they're they're big time like drug yeah, dealers, yeah. and and you, and you just look at them like, dude. I know you think this is fun. You show up at a party and everyone likes you. Right, but they right. don't. They just like what's in your pocket. Right. And then also like, how do you think this ends, dude? The cops catch you or somebody shoots you over this fucking drug uh, right. drug deal. It's like that's it, man. So so it. Yeah. I think it, I, I was talking about this earlier. Yeah. Um. It sounds to me was your mom constantly like stay out of that crap. Was is that the kind of family you had of like yeah, do yeah. not get involved in that? You shit? know what I th- I I think it's my mom and my grandmother. Okay. My grandmother was just so spiritual. Um. She ran the church and 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 not like in like in Jersey. She came with you guys. No no no. This oh, was in Trinidad. In Trinidad but okay. just we just had that upbringing because we grew up upstairs of a church. My okay. My grandmother ran a church and it was. Supposed to be Baptist, but she was non-denominational. Okay, and she just took in everybody. And Trinidad has like a lot of um, people from East India. Okay, descendants. So there's an Indian population too. She would just take everybody into church. Oh, like like someone who might actually um, be like a Christian person who was right, like, oh right, wow, right. I accept everybody. What a yeah. novel idea. <laughs> Jesus fuck. You know Christ. you're describing what a church is supposed to be, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Just <laughs> not what they have become, but what they're supposed to be. Yeah. But I mean, some people were Hindu, and you know, what yeah. I mean? like, she just didn't give a damn. Didn't because it didn't matter. Right. Because they're you're all one people. Like right. there is like. Well, a, you hit it on the head. It's you spiritual. It's yeah. A, it's she a was just more yeah. spiritual, yeah. and I think that's spiritual actually is what better than is. religious. That's what I hear. That's what yeah, girls, using LA the word girls spiritual say that. makes <laughs> makes more sense to me I'm than I'm spiritual, not religious. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not talking about your Tinder dates. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. But I think that saved us. To be yeah. honest, growing yeah, because, up like that. Yeah, because you were like, I always thought in the back of my mind, well, because she ended up, she died like as soon as, uh, like right after we came to America. Oh, my really? Grandma, my grandmother. Uh, okay. And uh, but we always thought like. Would she be cool with this? Okay. She, she stayed with you. She stayed with yeah. Because yeah. we had so much respect for her. She but that's good. good. Basically, what you're saying is you had a good foundation. Yeah. I mean, you had something to draw off of when you're making decisions, right? You had an understanding of like right and wrong, and also right. what's the. I mean, I think the hardest thing when you're a kid, especially it sounds like a lot of the stuff that you were exposed to, it's like, uh, again, you know, you you're gonna make choices, and w- those choices sometimes can 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 walk with you for a long oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah. Lot Changes you your think. life. I I've, I've there's a lot of instances where I said I don't think I'm gonna go with you guys, and it ch- that would have changed my life if I had went because a couple guys didn't come back or went to jail. Or, yeah, you know. But it's like you guys were saying earlier is like where when you're hanging like you know doing a Nazi sign and all that. Where where the hell is the parents? You know, we well, your what your dad did when he explained that whole thing to you. Like, yeah, a lot of people don't. The people that didn't have that dad. Yeah, are now you know idiots. They're, yeah. they're still believing that well, same thing. Well, the problem is that they that they don't they don't grow past this one. Like, oh uh, yeah, right. you know, Indians and spear fishing. This is the fucking bib. Yeah, and you're and like, it's generational because if you think about right. it, I'm I'm a dad. That means the other people that didn't have that dad that told them that are now dads. And yep, what do right. you think they're saying? They're saying they're kids. Ignorant so it shit. never got resolved, you know. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. And it, it, there, if there's never that understanding, you know, you don't really resolve the situation. That's why I was curious. Like, you know, with you, it's like, I didn't come from. I came from the mean suburbs of nothingness. There was no meanness. <laughs> I I lived a pretty good life, and I will never yeah. I'll, I'll never deny that. And so it's like, 
obviously you had a far, far different experience, and you lived in in two different third world countries. I mean, Jersey, New Jersey <laughs> and but actually, I, I don't even just, just you couldn't turn third you, developing country. You, I would. Do you realize that you couldn't turn left without going right first? I mean, that's got to be hard in New Jersey. I, that's the first thing I ever learned when I went when I got into oh, New Jersey. Right, yeah. You had to you had to do these <laughs> off these weird you know what I'm <laughs> the talking, about? The, you talking about yeah whatever yeah. it is we have to turn yeah, right yeah. and you go around and then back and I, I kept saying to why can't we just go left why can't we just right, and right. they're like no no you don't cut across like that you got to go Jersey around. son you got to go right we and also then don't around. pump our own gas for whatever reason <laughs> anyway I don't know much about Jersey other than well because it's My, so cold that that uh, I mean isn't it like that. Wisconsin, wherever you No, man, we don't. I'm, first of all, I'm from Illinois. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but no, you spent time in Wisconsin. Of course. Went but to but the, only place, the only two places I know of in America where you're not allowed legally to pump your own gas are Portland, Oregon, and New Jersey, New Jersey. Wait, why is that a law? I didn't Too know. Too many that. cigarettes or something? No. It, what it is is they feel that it creates jobs. Honestly, that's what they do it for. They, right. have, they have a guy at a gas station who comes out and they can employ people that, you know, I'm okay uh, with that. Might uh, cool. not be yeah. the brightest, might not be the greatest, but they're able to maintain a position. Me. I do I it's fine with me too. I do feel we should be given a choice. That's all. That's my whole thing. No, cuz th- no cuz then no every, one would ever the businesses would all cut they, yeah, they, no they would they would go, "Oh, look, nobody really wants to use this guy. Yeah. It cuts into our profit margins, guy. Right, so right, why right. don't we get rid of that guy?" So I kind of get it. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, that's why regulations, some regulations, sorry, uh, for the few Republicans that probably listen to us, some re- regulations <laughs> actually do good for people in yeah. the world. Probably that guy, who knows what he would be doing. He'd probably be up to no good. Probably yeah. robbing people or yeah. doing yeah. whatever, or yeah. like siphoning gas out of your car. Yeah. And putting Especially in, in Jersey. Car. Yeah, he'd be That's what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. Oregon, they'd just trouble. be like, all right, free time, smoke weed, or whatever they do in Oregon. Free time, smoke weed. Free time. <laughs> so you go back, but only for a year. Why only a year? And then where did you end up? Oh, I went back. I was planning to go back longer, but my dad was talked a good game. He's like, you know, come back and let him be a man. I saw my dad like four times. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you you live with him or you did not live with him? I did not. Li- I lived with my uh, my uh, gr- my dad's mother, my grandmother, the other one, my other grandmother. Okay. Because I don't think my dad was like once the kids left. I don't think I think he was like, oh, this is sweet. Yeah. I think he was actually kind of cool with it. He got his. He got his life he got back. It, yeah, because they're all. They were all. They both were very young when they okay. were kids. Okay. Yeah. And so my dad was like, he kind of like I would see him every now and then. He'd give me some money. He's like, all right, you're, you're good. You eating? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. mangoes. And I climb trees like, and get mangoes, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm selling them now. <laughs> I actually started selling. <laughs> Did mangoes. you really? Yeah. Wait, wait. But how, if you have I to throw them down, how'd you get the money? No, no, no. Okay. I, no I, I, that was like when I went with my friends. Right, but, right. but what happened is I started stockpiling mangoes and avocados because yeah. there were trees in the back. And then I went and started selling them at the market early in the morning. Smart man. So you Dude, figured out commerce real quick. I figured. I now, why was money. that? What what drove you to do that? What was it that you wanted with that money? That because I mean that right. Ultimately, you're 13. There was a reason right. why you were doing it. You had a nice you had shoes. an end game. <laughs> there <laughs> it was. Was that what it was? Yeah, I didn't want to wear Nikas anymore. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I wanted to wear some good shit, and then then that's the age you're starting to meet girls mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There was this girl Dawn James I was into, and I was like, man, she's I got to up my game. I gotta Did it get work? Nicer. Nah, she was into <laughs> <laughs> she was into older guys with cars, and, <laughs> and you're like, dude, Nikes, look at my Nikes. <laughs> So you stayed for a year, and then yeah. you're like, you know what, this is now. I mean, d- did you make the decision to to um, leave? No, I think uh, what happened is uh, my dad, uh, he, my mom just, because my dad and I were not clicking, mm-hmm. or he barely saw me, so my um, 
my uh, my mom says, "Well, this is like a waste of time." Okay. And so she brought me back up. Okay. Because she ultimately thought, I actually wanted to stay. I just wanted to live on my own and all that stuff. Because I, I was having so much fun in Trinidad. I was like, man, I'm making a little money. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting to meet girls. And, and I was kind of like, uh, like like the man because I had been to America. So you were a little bit, you were traveled. You were worldly. Yeah. Okay, so first it's you you were the American kid that they made fun of. And then ultimately, right. it built being from America. Well, dudes made fun of them. And then the chicks were probably the like. The chicks didn't. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's what they hated. Except Dawn. Yeah. The chicks were kind of like, oh, look at look, you know, look at that T-shirt. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, look at this guy. He's wearing a. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think of what a fashionable. Well, Who to the loom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy in his Hanes. <laughs> Ooh, big spender. It's so <laughs> Mr. So I don't buy off-brand <laughs> underpants. <laughs> it's so true because that stuff is so expensive when they export it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. These are, hey, these are fruit of the looms. Like all <laughs> the things you don't think about, like you yeah. don't realize, like how how value changes. Yeah, it's yeah. Like you, you did. That's the weird thing. You yeah. had a weird. Uh, you had a unique perspective at that age, right? Right, right. right. Yeah, of yeah, both yeah. sides. Yeah, exactly. You actually understood import-export at, yeah. at age 13. I think that's why I was able to sell those avocados and stuff. Because I was thinking, like, wait, What's you know how expensive up? this is in America? <laughs> yeah. Look, if you were at Pavilions, this would be <laughs> yeah, this exactly. would be $15 worth of produce, all right? right? You know how much of this shit they throw out in yeah. America? <laughs> yeah, if people exactly. in America think a produce piece is ugly, they won't <laughs> even put it out. They'll just whip it in the trash. Yeah, exactly. The fuck? And in oh. the third world, they do that with kids. Uh, wow! <laughs> wow! Also, I read that we're supposed ugly. to ugly. Only the ugly ones, though. We're uh, sp- yeah, the ugly ones. Uh, uh, okay. We're supposed or to call them developing countries, not third world. <laughs> what 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 does it? So do a lot of these. No. Okay, there's two questions they do have to. Well, there's yeah. some truth and humor, right? Yeah. Like so, some kids they become street children, right? Well, is not that so much that? in Trinidad. They're a little more. Uh, but is that kind of what you're referencing? That some kids they just kind of be. I don't. Let's some, call yeah. them. Let's call them worse than latchkey. That's what we would call in America. Kids right. that are basically left on their own. But you're saying in some of these third world latchkey countries... Latchkey kids like, have a house to live in. But some of these kids are just like, we're done with you. Go away. Go find your own world. Is that well, kind of... Well, I mean, I'm thinking like... I mean, I'm thinking like India, especially. Oh, yeah. That, like, uh, you know, because they know you're not going to be able to work. And it's like, a, it's like a disadvantage in those places. So they're like, look, you're like, good luck. We're doing you a favor. But I'm but going back to you cu- culturally, mm-hmm. where you were coming from. You were saying at 13, going on 14, you were mm-hmm. saying I I was I wanted to live on my own. Would that e- is that even an acceptable idea, or That's is that just your arrogance? That was to just your my mom? arrogance. Okay, that was my arrogance because my dad and I were kind of not like I kind of was on my own anyway because I lived down. I didn't even live with him. I lived down the street. But you couldn't. You legally could not live on your own. I mean. If you wanted to, uh, or if your mom no, just it's didn't not. Care. It's it's not uh, legally. It's not supposed to be, but it's done. It is. Yeah. Okay. People kind of look. It's like spitting on the sidewalk. People look the other way. You know what I mean? You know, it's, it, I only asked that because I was just talking to somebody, the, another friend of mine, uh, and she grew up in Bulgaria, and she said mm-hmm. that her parents got jobs in other countries and they never saw them, and and her and her sister for four years lived on their own all the way through high school. That's crazy. And I was oh, like, yeah. I'm sorry, what? And she goes, Hey, man. It was at a time where it, jobs were jobs and parents did what they like. We think of that now living here. Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. We hear that in California. We're mortified, right? Like, right, you know, right. I suppose anywhere in America, but specifically here where it's helicopter parenting times oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 10,000. I mean, 
leaving your kid yeah. alone for like 30 minutes. It's the opposite of what every parent like. Yeah. So wait, how do they come to your softball games and baseball games and yell at other kids and <laughs> get in fights with other yeah, parents? Yeah. Oh, they didn't. They worked and then paid their fucking rent so we could live. <laughs> right. Well, you know, in other countries too, they don't have that teenage thing. Like here we have like, I mean, what I mean is like teenagers, like it's a big subculture. You know, yeah. you're going to the mall, you're playing video games. Okay. A lot of countries... Uh, especially like in the '90s and the '80s and you're stuff. A t- you're an adult when you're. A you were like, okay, you're 14. Go, you go get a job. Get a job. Like get you're a place well. To live. You're becoming a welder, and you're like in turn that if you the way it works is if once you hit like 13, 14, they give you an an, an exam to figure out if you're gonna be, go more towards like being a lawyer or a doctor or a you're laborer. gonna be a, a laborer. Yeah. Interesting. And if you fail the test, they go, all right, well, you're going to be kind of a blue-collar dude. So you're you're going to be a drunk you're gonna learn a driver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Run a forklift or something. Yeah. But you, you, with the, with the good grades in English and science, you're moving on. Interesting. You're going this way. Yeah. So after you, uh, dis- well, once it was decided that you weren't there anymore, um, you went back to New Jersey? Yeah, I went back to I went back to New Jersey, and then I lived uh, uh, my uh, in New Jersey for a little bit, and then my brother, and then my oh sorry, my parents moved to California, um, and then my brother was like, hey, why didn't Raul come and live with me? My brother's older than me, like he was in college, okay, and I was like fourteen, and then I went to live in Massachusetts, and my mom thought to have the because my mom knew we I was the youngest, and I grew up without the father figure the most. For some reason, she felt like I needed. Some father and my brother was old enough where he could play, fill that role, kind of fill bit. that role. So I went to live with him, and he was while he was in college. Yeah. So he was also clearly like responsible. Yeah, I was like, gonna say yeah, he what was brother in college be like, yeah, yeah. can if I? If I was in college, my mom wouldn't have entrusted me with a fucking <laughs> hamster. <laughs> like, All right, you idiot! Like you're lucky you can feed yourself sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Bravo to your brother for that. I mean, do you look back on it now as an adult? And we're going to bounce around here, but do you look back on it now as an adult? Like, wow, that was really cool that he was willing to. I think that was cool. Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, have you and I'm your brother so ever talked about it later in life? Of like, I, hey. I don't think I've had the. Uh, I have manned up and said, "Hey, man, thanks." A couple of times I've let it slip. I was like, "Yeah, man, you were kind of like a father to me," and he kind of got uncomfortable <laughs> so, so like, and punched me in the arm. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, faggot! <laughs> You're like, uh, okay, dude. I guess. Uh. <laughs> yeah. It's. I think it's. But now he's learning to. to, to but I, I. To this day, I want to thank him for that because it changed my life. Now let me ask you a question because obviously it, it's 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 still an issue to this day. You are yeah. from Trinidad. You right. are in uh, uh, white America, right? Like I right. Mean, Massachusetts. It doesn't get whiter than that. Well, and and and, and again, I, I I I don't necessarily know how else to do this, but is it seems to me as an outsider mm-hmm. that. We we seem to uh, because you also have uh, y- you you speak like you're from Trinidad. I always feel like they treat those people even less 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 less. I I, I feel like they they're even more disrespectful to you. Like yeah. oh god, like the quote unquote the invaders, right? Like right, right. The we foreigners. already have the other ones, and now we have now there's more of them coming in. Oh, we got did this you, kids going to take our fa- mango picking like, jobs ah. and start fucking culturally. Throwing. Did you did you experience <laughs> it's like it? there's different types of niggas? Yeah, ex- all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, basically, you're saying what I want to say. There's yeah. categories. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out not not to go full baraboo and try to uh, you know and try to figure out how <laughs> right, to right, right. Yeah. explain this. I'm just helping you out. Yeah, I mean, did you did you ex- am I right in that type of experience that there was like the 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 so complex levels of it. I think people are honestly. I think like the black Americans had harder time than I did. Really? 
Yeah, I, I because I think uh, I think because there's a, a combativeness that I wasn't aware of. Okay, until I got you. You know what I mean? Like there was I was I think I was so clueless because I came from a majority neighborhood in East Orange and a majority country where you're running shit. Yeah, I think in, in I think if you oh so where you moved here, yeah, you were in the majority. When I no when I moved from Trinidad when you're in Trinidad uh, like yes everybody's. Everyone's black. like black or East Indian or whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry. In New Jersey. Right. Where you East moved Orange, to New Jersey. And East Orange was a black, all it, black. Oh, uh, okay. All right. It was okay. Massachusetts okay. where it was like where it's, you start <laughs> Where to white see people were born. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those, when, that's when I started to notice the, the difference. And I n- initially I was clueless because I had a job. I remember I would push carts in the grocery store. Uh-huh. I would collect the carriages. In the parking lot. Because I wasn't old enough to get the you could be be work bagger. inside. Maybe it was because I was black. See, I, was, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I was dumb. But uh, uh, I remember a couple of times people ran away from me because they didn't realize I worked there. And they're like, ah! Like they got scared when they saw a black person. This guy's going to take my empty cart. Funny. I thought it was hilarious. I used to like, that's how I probably should have known back then I would get into comedy because I used to do bits about it and like have everyone gather around. I was like, guess what happened to me today? I guess. Is that kind of the first like inkling in your mind where where you could take something that happened to you out in the parking lot or wherever this place you worked and then get your coworkers to laugh and be like, and relate to it? Yeah. That was the first time because I would tell them, oh, what happened to you today, (laughs) Rolf? Who ran away from you today? <laughs> and you'd have a story. They thing. made me chase a guy one time. <laughs> what? Because a guy ran out with a stack of meat. Uh, oh, okay. Not chase him, just keep scaring him. No, 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 no. They, no chase no, him, no. get <laughs> fucking meat back. Station, and the, the manager was running after him, and the guy's out running. And he's like, Raw, get him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> some fat like, white you guy even know like, what he was I'm not going to be able to catch him. Or did you up. just do what the boss said? You're like, fine. I I'll just go. did it, but I was running slow, but I was, the guy had a stack of meat, so I was, was kind of catching up to him. I'm like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> Get your shit together. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't want to have to tackle you, but this is inevitable at this point. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, catch you. And the guy's winded and he's I'm like, oh, this he's eating the guy. meat. Is he trying to get rid of the evidence? You're like, yeah. dude, just haul ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm like, haul ass, dude. I don't want to catch you. Yeah, this is gonna be unwanted work on oh my, my end. That's hilarious. And the bar and I the, I remember the manager going, Yeah, raw, yeah, you're closing out, you're fast. Closing in on him. And he's go- and I'm like, oh, so now it's became an ego thing. I want to now I gotta show- catch now him. I gotta <laughs> catch the guy. And I catch up to him, and the guy hears my footsteps. He turns around. He's so he goes, okay. And he had a foreign accent, like he was Polish or something. He was he probably goes, stealing okay, food for his sorry. family. Okay, so sorry, take you take. He and basically gives you a stack, and he gives me a stack of meat. Like he had the guy had like steaks and. And he gives him a hand, and they're like, and that's how I got to work inside, actually. Oh, I thought you said then you got tackled because now you're the thief. <laughs> and then the cops showed up and, and they're like all <laughs> holding all the meat. <laughs> so you're saying a good guy with meat doesn't uh, help out a bad guy with more meat? <laughs> I uh, uh, yeah, I I worked in the grocery business for a long time, and I was one of the enforcers. I actually uh, enjoyed. Tell him it. what you call it, though. Tell, you don't call it. You don't say grocery business. You say I was a food broker. No, no, no. That's different. Oh, that's different. No, I did oh. what he did. Oh, yeah. So I, did I. I started I that carts. way. I was, I was a cart collector. I was, a, right, I was right, a bagger, right. and then I went and worked in the meat department. But when, and then eventually, I became a stocker, and that's when you're kind of out there all the time. And they used oh, to always yeah. call the stockers were all the bigger people, and so they were usually the ones that are like, "Dude, we got a guy in aisle four that's about to oh. steal him." And like so, at first you're like, I, I wanted to avoid conflict, but then we started kind of getting excited about it. Yeah. Like, we got a thief. Because it was they were we, always stealing We had something. nothing else to do. We were yeah. excited. And I'll never forget the one guy that 
I was the last line of defense, and he was like, dude, get out of my way because I'm going to hurt you. And I was like, that's where we're going to draw the line. Goodbye. I, this is where it's not fun my anymore. Like, I don't need you. So I let, him, I let him get out, and then he starts running again, and this is my favorite thing. He runs, and he gets on the city bus, and the police pull up right behind him, and they're like, where is he? I go, he's, on he's the bus. guy sitting in the back window in the bus right there. And the police are like, seriously, he's going to try to avoid us on a city bus that stops every block? And yeah. I'm like, well, we'll yeah. be at the next stop. No, they, they drove four blocks on purpose and wouldn't, they wouldn't let him get out. They wanted to just taunt him for a couple blocks because he's literally sitting in the back just staring at them, knowing I'm busted. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. And then eventually they just brought him back, and they're like, is this the guy? And like, I was like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, fuck you. Fuck you, man. I was like, I don't want to do this yeah. anymore. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, don't, don't want to be a part of all this. He's a like, goddamn snitch. <laughs> exactly. <You're> like, <laughs> and the cops even take his side. Like, well, no one does like a tattoo. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're letting him go. And then they walked yeah. over and punched me in the face. <laughs> my, first, my first job was that uh, I, uh, I broke my friend's guitar. I sat on the neck of it. That's your job? No, but I, but I cracked the, the headstock, and I told my mom, I was like, yeah. I was 15. I go, hey, I broke Glenn's guitar. We got to buy him a new one. She goes, we don't got to do shit. You got to get a job to pay for that. And I was like, what? I get a job? I'm 15. She's like, yeah, that's when you get jobs. I'm like, no, no, no. So she made me go get a job. And my first job was at the local grocery store yep. getting carts. I never had to stop right. anyone from stealing. Well, we I also did a badge care. of honor. Yeah. But so I yeah. collected carts and did all that shit too. But I don't think anyone ever ran away from me. No. Yeah. I, I think they thought I could catch people. I, th- I think I feel like the boss, oh, raw, he's scared. I'll yeah. run a black right. guy. Yes. I think uh, same thing when I joined in, in Massachusetts. I, I'd go, I sign up for the track team. Oh, and my they God. They were salivating. Dude. Like, hey. They didn't even, they'd never seen you run. They'd never even didn't seen me care. run. Didn't, didn't even care. care. You're going to be the answer. And they heard I was from Trinidad. So they thought, he's well, I thought from they, they heard about you from the grocery store. They're like, <laughs> we heard about that one guy. That <laughs> the yeah, there was a scout. <laughs> I was like, hey, kid, I, I watched you get you. some meat back from a guy. It turns one out day. the coach was Polish, and he was like, <laughs> he needed food "This guy, his family." Um, that's hilarious. So they just see you, and they're like, "They see me," and I wasn't that fast. I was just going to ask you. So did but you live up to the hype, or no? No. <laughs> Were you faster than all of them? I mean, I was faster than a lot of them, but yeah. then I'd run against actual other black guys, <laughs> and you'd be like, "Oh shit." Yeah, we'd go in a meet, and I was like, "Well, they got black guys too, and they actually, <laughs> they actually can run." These guys are these guys are what we call fast in Trinidad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. these, are, these, fast. these are your apology speeches to your team, <laughs> exactly. guys. Guys, gather around. Just so we're clear. That's just so you guys know. We did more climbing than running in Trinidad. That's not uh, I'm more of a mang. If you need some mangoes. <laughs> What's that track and field event? Uh, you have to climb this palm tree, get things out of it. Like, okay, yeah, we're good. This is still in Massachusetts. Yeah, this is okay. Massachusetts. All Massachusetts. And so you're 14, 15? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so you're going you into the high school. all of high school in Massachusetts? No, I, then I came back out to California. You did? Okay, so yeah. to how live many with years your were you in Massachusetts? I was uh, two years. Okay. Yeah. So did you come out to live with your mom in California? Yeah. Yeah. And where in California? First, we were in uh, Inglewood. Oh, okay. So in and this area? We, yeah. Okay. And then we moved to the valley. Okay. So yeah. So all Southern California, all, all the Los Southern. Angeles area. Right. Awesome. Well, how yeah. was Inglewood? Inglewood would suck too because it was all it was gang heaven. So were you ba- questioning your, your mom's decision? Real, yeah. real so bad. were you at any point questioning your mom's place choices on on places to live? <laughs> yes. I, okay. <laughs> but it comes down to affordability. <laughs> no, I know it? that. But he's oh. he's kind of yeah. said my mom's like we're out of here for better things, and then she keeps yeah, you're like, like why did we why, why are we, we moving to shittier places? <laughs> <laughs> well, but but in all fairness, my mom at this point was uh, was broke. Cause, okay. Because when she, when all the kids left. She just was a, it was the first time having her 
being buck wild and okay. Like, uh, not that she was stripping or anything like that. <laughs> but she was living her life. She was living her life. She yeah. was dating and okay. she was doing stuff. So I mean, she met like a couple of dudes who were just like she was dating one musician and then her whole it was like he was a bum. Okay. So when I came back out here, I lived with her and him, and they were, were really doing well. So there was nobody else left. You were the last one still in school. I was the last one still, yeah. Okay. And so was, I was kind of like the last one to take care of, but there was not much. You were sort of self, self-contained self at that point. Self-contained by that point. Because I, especially after living with my brother, because he's in college, and I was left alone a lot. So I was cooking. I had girls over. and I mean, I was just pretty. But then I got responsible all of a sudden because I was like, uh, I was just around a lot of party, like, cause the, the the place where we lived, the lady who owned the house, she was like 22, but she was her parents had died, and her parents left her the house, so it was nonstop party, and we lived in the attic, so I was like, I don't know about this lifestyle, like, <laughs> I was like, you were the one, you were the guy, I was like, the one at fifth because it was kind of like it was, it was too much for me. Interesting. You know? And then so I remember my friends goes, hey man, let's get get some kegs and go in the basement. I was like, no, nah, I got science homework. They're like. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have said. I'd say, you take your science homework and <laughs> shove it, dude. Scientifically, we got to figure out how to tap these fucking tags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got really weird and responsible for some reason. Which is, you know what? I, uh, that's an interesting, because I think that can happen to people. Like, you can go, like, I know people who were raised with, like, alcoholic fathers, let's say. Yeah. Like, real bad drunks. And they either can become alcoholics, just like their father, right. or they see that. And then they fucking go, nah, I'm never going to be that guy. Yeah. And then that's it. They don't drink. They don't do drugs. They become like this weirdly responsible teenager. And you're like, okay, can you give me a ride while I get blacked out? Because I don't want to drive my car. Like, you know. Yeah, I was that dude. Yeah. Because I like still being social. I like being involved. But I didn't want to. It just didn't. Drinking didn't seem like fun to me. People were puking. Yeah. And like, I mean, when you look at it from a reasonable yeah. brain, yeah. no. There's no... So let me get this straight. You pound down a bunch of these. Yeah. Okay. You drink as many as you can. Unwanted (laughs) calories. You get fat. You're going to be probably going to the bathroom a lot. Taking shits like you wouldn't believe. You're going to get confused. You're going to get really, really confused. You're not going to be able to see. You're going to vomit. All over. You're going to feel like shit for a couple days afterwards. And this is the good time. But when you're yeah. but when you're like 15, 16, <laughs> that's like but when you're 15, but 16, no you bounce back. Around. Yeah, but no no adults? Ooh, let's that's get all you need to hear. Up. They yeah. were they were loving me. I was so popular because they're like, wait, you, you don't live with your parents? Everybody wanted to party by Oh dude, yeah. You're hang with me. You're the guy. You're the yeah. first we have all have the one friend you're who the first unicorn. lived on their own and you're yeah. You're and I was exotic. Like, uh, people were like, he doesn't live with his parents. He's like, Mom, he's from Trinidad. That's kind of what they... That's what people said. <laughs> everywhere yeah, you went, you were exotic. That's yeah, hilarious. Exactly. Did you realize... Were you starting to pick up on that? Like, everywhere you went, like, you were... It, yeah. it, which is kind of... I, of course, was looking at it like, God, that must have been hard for you. And maybe it was, and maybe this is the way you built a shell around yourself. I don't yeah. know. Not to get too deep about it, but it's just like... You've had, at this point, you're having these, you're continually like just a little bit outside the circuits that you're in. Even in Trinidad. Yeah, and they're looking at you, and there's like that, it seems like there's the hiccup to start, but you find a way to turn it into a benefit. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I didn't know if I consciously thought of it, but it it just kind of happened. I started to go, I go, yeah, I guess that's, I'm just weird. (laughs) Really, but like, it's more like, I guess I'm just sensible. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, as a teenager, that is a little bit weird to have your senses and be kind of responsible. But it sounds like I'm also, we haven't really touched on this yet, but it sounds like when you're talking about like at the grocery business and stuff like that, it sounds like you also learned how to use humor. 
Yeah. And that was kind of the thing, right? You and were the entertainment. Yeah. You were the exactly. entertainment guy. Like all of it. us, we can always pinpoint in our lives. Yeah, you're we're right. like, oh, I would, I would hold court. I would, I would be, yeah. I would be the funniest one in the group today. I would be the one that'd be cracking everybody up. Like you right. start finding your place. It's true, because I could tell them stories about Trinidad, and then you start stretching it. If it's a cute girl, you know, you're making it. You, you, know. you make it funny, dude. Nobody's yeah. googling our stories back then. I know. Yeah, that's the thing. You could say whatever you wanted back exactly. then, and people were like, "Well, I got no fucking proof. This guy's from Trinidad. What the fuck do I know?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how I got into uh, acting too, because I, I I fudged my uh, my my resume. I said, I, "What I, led to that, though?" First, but like, what what you're like, you're living in. California is that when you started to think That's about when I it? started to be like I had I remember going to high school and then I would see people like driving like a convertible I was like oh, I did a Coke commercial This is not Englewood anymore in, this no, is the this valley is in, This is in Cal this is in the valley Valley okay so yeah. at this point short period of time in Englewood then you go to the valley you're right. you're out in the flatlands of the valley and you're starting to see I'm starting this to Hollywood see, bleed that's over That's the Hollywood thing you start to see I was like I was a like a Coke this? commercial <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? And he's driving like a... I remember this kid, uh, uh, Eric. I can't remember his last name, but I remember this. He was just like the cool kid and all the girls. Like, he had the nice clothes, and he was just doing commercials. And I remember thinking that... And, nobody, and you didn't know him. No, he wasn't I didn't famous, know him. No, but he had a lot famous, of money. But he had a lot of money, and he was, a, he was like a 17-year-old kid. And you're nice like, car. commercials are things that we don't like. Like, you, like yeah, even like, when you're younger, like, <laughs> exactly. get this fucking thing out of here so I can get back to my cartoons. Like, right, right, exactly. Yeah, and he was on this. I remember him being on this co-commercial, and he had like some little part on some show, and like he got like a guest star and something. And I was like, "Huh, that was weird. That's weird." So you can make that kind of money. We weren't really my, my we weren't really that well off. So I remember thinking, "Yeah, I could." I was always thinking, "How can I make money to help?" Not really necessarily, even, but just so my I'd be less of a burden on my parents. Well. Dude, again, that's where your weird responsibility, like, I was never, I was always like, how can I be more of a burden on society? (laughs) What's the laziest thing I can do? (laughs) Meanwhile, you're like, I want to help my family and get as many jobs as I can. After all these years, the best ideas John and I have come up with is like, we should totally do a podcast. Like, that's, that's, (laughs) here we are. After all of all of our experiences... Everything we put all our chips on the table and we're like, well, uh, I don't know, podcast. What do you think about podcast? Podcast. That's it. Both our moms were like, hey, does that pay at all? And we're like, fuck no. (laughs) But I love that. I love the fact that like, well, you could get to choose something and not because of the money. Yeah, yeah. So then you get to have fun. Well, but that what did you like? What was your what was the steps once you were like, oh, look at this guy, maybe doing coke commercials. Yeah. To how can I get a manager, or were you like how can I just do coke commercials? Yeah, at first I just well no, I, I joined theater in school, but that's because I wanted to meet chicks. Yeah. So you, know? you <laughs> honestly were like, look, all the all the girls seem to be taking theater. Yeah, I, there were a lot of cute girls in in theater, and um and I wasn't meeting any at the time when we moved to the valley. So yeah. Why? I, was like, I think I had I think it was the moving around, or it was, was like it because of Eric? <laughs> yeah, yeah was Eric, it this cool was I didn't have a Eric. cool Coke co- commercial. <laughs> Eric was wrecking everything. <laughs> yeah. But you were still probably looked at as like, ooh, who's this exotic man? I don't know. It's now I don't I don't know. know. I mean, is it is at it, this is point it's... I don't think so. I think no? I was by the way, I mean this is this I'm giving you inside information here, but ooh. this is like there was at one point there was like a little animosity between like African American and like people who we're from Trinidad or something. They're like, oh, yeah, look at you. You think you're cool. White people like you. 
<laughs> See, so that's what I was asking before. Oh. So the, 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 the subculture stuff, right? Yeah, so there a is sub- a, there is some of that, right? So there, you were more uh, disliked not, by not other... as much now, but okay. back then, uh, back then there was like a little more of uh, yeah animosity. Well, because th- and again, I think it's a weird thing. You're a foreigner, right? Right. You were not born here. Right. You're not you're, you're not generational. You right. came here exactly. And then, but then, but then there was a, a thing about that too, because we are. See, I feel like if you're born in Africa or Caribbean or something like that, there is a mindset of like, oh yeah, if I want to be the bank president, I'm gonna be the bank president because you're not because my uncle was the bank president back home. Got or, it. So you've seen you've seen success. Yeah. Yeah. The, you're, you're here. It, there was systematic oppression, so that right. that's not how people thought. Right. Got so it. So people thought, wait, well, who does who does he think he is trying to be the president or the the bank president i was like no i'm i'm an accountant yeah maybe in trinidad but here you got to be the janitor you know what i mean right and so there's so there i think that created like a a a tension okay because because people who are and also people who are foreign uh are not coming here to shoot dice Right. right, they come here with this certain drive. It, white, black, any race. Right. Just they come here because they've heard that this is the land where you right. can make your dreams come true. So let's get here and let's, let's do start this. pushing forward. Yeah, exactly. We've wasted enough time. Right. Yeah. First of all, it, the, it took you balls to leave your comfort of your own home. Yeah, it takes any to go anywhere. I mean, that's true within the United States. If right. Yeah. In Wyoming, it takes. You balls know how many people stared move. at me when I said I was leaving Wisconsin exactly. to go to California? They're like, "You okay?" You so good? many people yeah. told me you'd be you'll be back. You'll be back. And that's that's my right. favorite. You'll be back. You'll and be then back. how how many people have left from your about six? See, so most people don't do it. No, and it's, I don't hold that against them either. Right. To each his own, right? As but long as they're happy, I got a lot. Of I don't friends know if back. they are or not, but my point is, like yeah. you know, I got a lot of friends that I went to high school with that never left the, our hometown. But my one, my very good friend of mine, Chris, he's traveled the world. He sailed on a oh, boat yeah. to Africa. He's done all kinds of crazy shit. He just chooses to live in this town next to his parents because property was cheap. It's a good place to raise a family. You know what I mean? Like right, he's right, got right. his reasons. He's got a job there. His family's there. Like everything is working out for him in that sense, but he's not like a closed-minded, I'm never leaving this town because I'm scared. He's a guy who's like, no, nah, this is where I want to live. And yeah. I do. He'll travel. I mean, him and his wife and took the kids to, uh, where'd they go? They went somewhere crazy where barely anybody spoke English, and they just fucking went for it. It was like, now I got to teach my kids about diversity, man. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you live in a small town, not a lot of diversity. You need to teach kids about that. Do you think if you didn't have uh, lofty ambitions in show business that you would ever left your town? Nope, I would be uh, 100 pounds heavier and uh, <laughs> a probably uh, depressed married guy with a couple kids. And uh, just, I, I already love the Packers, but I'd love them yeah. even more. I, th- I think, like, yeah. I didn't come out here <laughs> with any real ambition necessarily. I wanted out of where I was. Yeah, I was John doesn't have Illinois. ambition. Well, again, I can't stress the <laughs> podcast thing. No, no, no. He's peaked at podcast. But I mean, when my friend said, I think we can get a job uh, like working in Hollywood. I was like, oh, that yeah. sounds interesting to me. And I even said on my way out, people were like, what are you going to do out there? I go, well, my buddy wants to direct movies, and I want to be in them. And I would say that because, yeah, sure, man, I want to be an actor. But like, there was something else in the back of my head like, dude, just live your life because that ain't never going to fucking happen. You know what I mean? And then when it came to the point where like, oh, maybe it can happen, right? Uh, then I was like, oh, then I started to get serious about the whole thing. Had I moved here with ambition mm-hmm. and, and like a, a mental attitude of like, I'm going to do this, Things could have been different, but like it took me a couple of years to like get off my ass, you know. Right, right. Um, huh. 
Well, you're, I think your situation is different. I think from, from us, like we always used to joke, one of the things when this podcast started, we would joke about the fact that everybody's story yeah. started with, it seemed like when they first got here, it was like a long vacation. Like right, right, everybody, right. there was things they wanted to do, right. but they kind of were like, Jesus, thank God I'm just here, right? Like, right. and that was more than <laughs> enough for them, right? Right. You all, you have a you had a you had a different mindset. I don't know if that was because you moved around quite a bit when yeah, you were younger. I think, I think so. So you had to. Ad- it seems like Just you your desire to adapt quicker was built in a lot earlier in life. Yeah, yeah. I think because of the moving around, mm-hmm. you're trying to looking like even now I live in a like a place I've lived for like 15 years and haven't moved. Really, in Santa Monica. Yeah, you've been I, in the same place for fifteen years. Yeah, is that the longest you ever lived anywhere? It's the longest I've ever lived anywhere. That's crazy. And I think it's like I just decided, oh, no, I want to, and I still go other places in the world, but I come back and I'm like, ah, home. You want to <laughs> yeah, be comfortable, home. yeah, in your home. I hated moving around from Inglewood or this place or the Valley, and I didn't like that. There's too much un- instability. Was yeah. the Valley the last place that you lived before you moved to where you are now? Yeah, uh, yeah, but I moved out and I moved to like I was at near the Hollywood Bowl in Hollywood. Okay, oh, yeah. so, but I you've been uh, been in California ever since. California so even though you moved, since. yeah, obviously we moved yeah. from different place to place. Right, here, right, right. but just it's just been California. But it's just been California. Yeah. And uh, so you so joined theater, yeah, to, yeah, meet yeah, to, to meet girls, to meet and girls, and outdo and outperform Eric. This is always going to be about Eric, it, right? It is yeah. Eric. It's, it's it Dawn. Is. Dawn is about every girl, <laughs> and right. Eric will always be about your success. It's like a, like a podcast sh- sh- shrink of it. <laughs> yeah. That's why we wanted you to lay down on the couch. That's right. I told you to lay down. <laughs> dissecting your thoughts. So theater is high school? Yeah, theater okay. is high school. Okay. And, and I, I think I was kind of like uh, not as uh, s- comfortable socially in, in the Valley for some reason. And I think I just said, oh, I'll just get out of this. I'll just meet girls and I'll not be as shy if I do theater and stuff like that. And then I kind of got into it. I was like, this is nice. And then I took some some class... Uh, uh, and then I got like an intern gig at this this the school where they taught the class, and then uh, somebody came in. I, I started meeting casting directors and stuff, and then I started getting bit parts, like pretty uh, quick. Yeah, like a like a little like little commercial. No, I mean I didn't make Eric money, but I made. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't driving around a convertible, where, but so you were getting by. Where in the valley were you? Oh, I was uh, in. It's called North Hills now. Okay, but then I. I don't know what they called it back then, but it was they North Hills was the fancier name of like Reseda or something. Uh, okay, all right. So you so were up the one hundred and one ways. Yeah, you're yeah. somewhere. Okay, you're, I was trying and to figure we out. We're in Van. We're in Van Nuys adjacent. Okay, and the uh, only reason why I asked that is because again, you kind of said it in passing, but obviously that's it's not normal for most. Is when casting directors are showing up to the high school. Like that's the one weird thing about living. Yeah, so California. close to the system. Right, right. And right. and for a lot of people that don't know, I mean, a lot of stuff takes place in the valley. There, right. there is, you know, that, that's a, a large portion of the studios are that in that area. Porn industry, porn, porn industry is all in the valley. That's Reseda and adjacent. Yeah. Reseda, Van Nuys, yeah. Van Nuys adjacent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the court heard. system is in Van Nuys. I learned that. Yeah. I I went the there. And boy, that was <laughs> sad. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh my yeah. God, I had to go over there for something, yeah. and I was like, Why am I here? Is yeah. everybody going to be okay? The what system? <laughs> there, the there's a whole course. I had to file some some legal paperwork, and and they sent me to the van. And I had, that was the first time at our event over in that area, and I was like, yeah. oh boy, really? I did jury duty over there. It was all right. Yeah, maybe you and I went to different parts of it because uh-huh. what I saw, 
It was I a lot know. of sadness on my side. Hmm. I live not too far from there, like a, not a little further up, but it it it's, it was never that great. Yeah, just in that look, any anywhere that, that like its system outside of the court system is a lot of bail bonds uh, places. That's right. not that's not the best place to yeah, hang well, your hat. Courthouses aren't generally known for no. like look at all this happiness. Great You're not going to the courthouse for a happiness. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so you so you're 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 out there and and the casting directors are coming in and they take notice of you. Uh, well, I got to take uh, they took notice of me when I ended up being in this play. I was in this play on uh, Melrose. Okay, so not not a, not an actual um school play. School play. Not Sorry. a school play. So I started now I'm doing acting now and all of a sudden. But I always all of a sudden Hey, yeah, wait a minute. Is that how it felt? Kind of like, oh, I guess I'm doing this now. Yeah, that's. but it was kind of like, uh, oh, I'm going to do this to meet girls and not be shy anymore. But this is, you're, you're on Melrose performing while you're still but in high now, school? Yeah, so now this okay. is, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, and now like this is like the summer of my, out of high school. Yeah. So this is summer of, let's say, 93? Yes. Okay. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm playing, I'm, do- I'm in this play and I'm like, yeah, this is great. But I, but the reason this came up because I was saying how much I lied because I didn't have any on your resume. My resume, I didn't have any experience, so I lied and said I did all this stuff in Trinidad. I did all smart this shit. to get into this play. That no you're one on could ninety three. No one could check that shit out. No, because it was in Google. I'm no, so I already got the play. I wasn't even a big part uh, in the play. Uh, I was uh, like okay. a like a s- small part in the play. But you know how you have to. You what they make you do is you do the. What do you, what's the, the the pamphlet that they give out? What do you call the it? The bill, the play bill. The play bill, and then program. Gotta, the program, thanks. And you got to say like, oh, I've done this. This actor's. Oh yeah, Rawls been in. Yeah, exactly. All these on Broadway Trinidadian. <laughs> yeah, that's why I created a Trinidad Broadway. People are like, man, I didn't even know these plays went on in Broadway. That's pretty good. fiddler on the roof, huh? All right, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, it was like, but I created like this like fake stuff. Like uh, he was in the pickpocket. <laughs> Tourist he in, season. He was in the mango picker. He the was, mango tree. He was in the mango tree. Yes, he was actually in the mango tree. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, titles people can't even like. Yeah, sure. I guess. Like, sure, it sounds island enough. <laughs> sounds legit to me. <laughs> and then, and then, so the casting director. So w- there's one time that one of the lead actors doesn't show up, and the casting director comes in, and I end up playing his. It was like a Shakespeare play. Oh wow. So okay, so that's a little bit. You intense. obviously. We didn't really touch on this, uh, but memorization, like learning stuff, no fear, didn't care. Like, how, where did you fall within the actually knowing your part? I, I, it was kind of easy for me. It was okay. So it was a little more. Na- it was I had natural a good to memory. You. Okay, because I used to get grades, mediocre grades in in school mm-hmm. because my memory was good. And now okay. I'm thi- I'm thinking back to when like everyone's like, hey, let's get some kegs and go to the basement, and you're like, nah, I got science homework. I'm thinking, why is my memory so bad? And I'm like, oh, yeah, because I would have grabbed those kegs and gone down to the basement. <laughs> no sweat, no kegs problem. and the weed. Yeah, forget everything. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, my memory is good. People, sometimes people think people are smart, but you just have a good memory. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? So you're just memorizing stuff. So I, I did that in school. Like, I wouldn't study at all, or, like, I would just read it once. And but I just could remember. But I have a visual memory, so okay. like I could see whenever someone writes something on the board, I go, "Oh, okay." So I would rem- I did decent grades because of that. Okay. So the act of memorizing a script and stuff like that wasn't wasn't a problem. Yeah. Consequently, now I have problems. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Well, you're getting older. That and maybe weed. <laughs> <laughs> that and I've there learned. it is. I've I'm shirked I'm all my responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now partying like a 15 year old. Guys, you want to go to a kegger after your podcast? <laughs> uh, so, 
you're doing this play. Casting directors come in. They're like, a cast, I remember young the, phenom. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> Shakespearean she phenom. The play was actually horrible. <laughs> but <laughs> this kid's making poor it choices. We need to save him. <laughs> it was a Shakespeare play, and they modernized it. Oh, God. It was, a, it was like supposed to be Lords of the Forest, but they made him gang members. It was like a Shakespeare set in the urban setting. Okay. Shakespeare and Spike Lee got together and <laughs> exactly. made a movie. <laughs> right, meets, yeah, exactly. Okay. And and I did this, but but what the casting director was, uh, she goes, ah, this, she didn't like it. She she was like, ah, it was like, all right, it was kind of a crappy play. But here's the thing I was curious about you. You So you're from the Caribbean, is that what it is? Because she'd read the playbill? The yeah. playbill, because yeah. she had a lot of spirit time. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's oh, this place like, sucks <laughs> balls. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, but she said, hey, she goes, hey, can you help us? Uh, we're doing this movie with a, with a bunch of, um, it's supposed to be in the Caribbean. I don't want to make sure their accents are right. So she, you, you're from there, right? You can do the accent. I go, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm from there, and I did the accent. She's like, yeah, can you come down and check out? Can you be the reader and make sure these guys' accents are on point? And that's how I end up going down there, and they paid me to just be the reader and and listen to people's accents. And then I uh, saw a couple. So I would be like, I would call my friends in. So I'd be like, hey, like, Huck, you got to come down and read for this thing, man. Don't tell them I told you. Boom, boom, boom. And if you were across from me, I would be just, I would be like, because they're behind me. They can't see your face. Yeah, and I'd give you the heat because I'd. Because, you know, most readers, they're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. But I'd give you, uh, this is my friends. So I'm giving them the heat. You're acting. I'm acting. I'm yeah. like, come on, man, get into it. And what happened was the writers were, who were in the next room go, wait, who is that other guy? <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's the reader. They're like, what the fuck? Why are we fucking casting the reader? <laughs> that's basically what they said. And they're like, yeah, but he's, doesn't, he's, n- he's a nobody, basically. Who gives a shit? No one knows. He's doing no. exactly what we want. But as we yeah. talk about in Hollywood, that's right. and you can't take it personally, that's how they look at things. Exactly. You're a nobody. They were looking at They were like, no, let's get, can we get Wesley Snipes in here? I remember they were doing all this stuff. <laughs> they were calling all these, like, whoever was black and popular. Like Emmanuel Lewis is next. Wesley Snipes, <laughs> you're on deck. Benson, you're up. Benson. Kadeem Hardison. <laughs> I should have said Robert Guillaume. That I was just going to say, he would have yeah. came in and goes, my what? name is not what? Benson. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are you calling me by a character from a 1980s TV show? <laughs> exactly. That's how they call it. Sammy what? Davis Jr., he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Well, okay. All right. Well, Get next. son. <laughs> um, okay, so. Billy Crystal? <laughs> it took the writers... Uh, the writers. The, give me the guy from Soul Man. See, Thomas Howell? <laughs> uh, he's white. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the writers, it took them to kind of go. The writers said something, and then, uh, and then also uh, uh, one of the, the, the producers said, everyone claimed afterwards, they were like, yeah. well, it was my idea, it was my idea. Yeah, but the writers said something, and then the, one of the producers goes, hmm. you know, he's really, this guy's really, for a reader, he's really into it. Because you were doing that for your friends, I was trying to, I was but you hadn't. You were, so there was no ulterior motive of like I can actually get a role in this. No, because they specifically told me it was like, look, don't. You're okay. the reader. Okay. All right. They and gave me the I speech. Saw, yeah, and then I saw the 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 names, like they were coming in, so I knew that I was thinking. Okay. Like, all right. They're not even looking. So actually, that was the best thing that happened because it gave me freedom. Yep. Yep. It gave me freedom. Like, you weren't right, focused on it. You weren't self-conscious and you weren't right. worried about it because it didn't matter. Right. You were going to get paid regardless for just reading. Right. 
And I was like, I'm going to, the they're not going to put me in the freaking movie, but yeah. I'm going to make sure, I'm going to try to get some of my friends in Yeah, this we're going to get Wesley movie. Snipes in here. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> was like Cuba Gooding Jr. That's and all yeah. these people were coming in. Yeah. And I was 93. Like, yeah. I mean, surprised Cosby didn't read for it. <laughs> he was too busy. Drugging, drugging women? Yeah. <laughs> he was an anesthesiologist. <laughs> 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 Gross. Uh, so yes, he was. At what point did they come to you and say, hey? They had a reading. There's a guy who's like a, a, who's big in theater, like Jeffrey Wright. I don't know if you know. He's, he's, yeah. on, he's on uh, that show uh, uh, with, the, with the robots. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the robots. I know uh, Jeffrey Wright, though. I know that name. You mean the the MST? Not, when you say the not robot. mystery science theater. No, no, not the. No, it's it's out now. I'm I'm. This is the weed now. <laughs> I can't. I don't have the brain. Wait, uh, robots on weed? Uh, Westworld. Westworld. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. Now I know. Bearded, yeah. bearded ba- black guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he, yeah. he's the main dude. Yeah, he's the main. Yeah, yeah he yeah, was yeah, okay. he was one of their like number one. Because he, because he was doing all this theater, like and he had won like a. He looks Tony like a theater actor. Is yeah, that weird. He was so. Yeah. He was, but he was really good, and he improvised and came up with all the stuff which they put into. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> shocking. Jeffrey Wright's owed some money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he didn't get the part. Did no. he? Was he wearing an ascot when he came in? No, but he he seemed like he was. He was, yeah. His he aura would wear a was wearing an ascot. And it would, it would, you would think he was wearing an ascot. Yeah, uh, okay, so it was an ironed T-shirt. It was a very yes. well pressed, yep. tucked uh, in, very well postured. <laughs> no, he was he was great, but he was definitely a theater yeah. guy. Different training, different world. Different, yeah, and he was yep. like, "Oh, as soon as I get this part, I'm gonna talk to them about the character." And like, I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> <laughs> and they all heard that, and they were like, "I don't want to talk about the character with this guy. I just want him to say the lines." No, they liked him. They liked yeah. him, but he he just kind of he had a different take. He was more, and they wanted silly and goofy. Some people, and you probably saw this. Some people can't do silly no matter how hard they try. They no. just can't do it. No, they're, they're 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 straight actors. That's it. They can only do drama, and that's it. And some people just are silly, so that so you don't even have to, you know, prompt them to do that. Right, right. But at some point, we, so we had this reading. We had a reading, and then they go, hey, by the way, we can't, that part you ever read, why don't you read this part? So they had a table reading for all the executives. And then and and they uh, still hadn't cast that role. And they still hadn't cast so that they role. Were like, and they hadn't cast any of the roles, but they're sort of now narrowing it down where it's like this three, top three but not that role, that role that was kind of like, and then uh, we're all doing a table reading for the executives. And then afterwards, uh, everyone, and I, I remember getting some laughs in there. But I've been reading it. I knew everybody's <laughs> you lines. Yeah, you were very familiar so with it. So I was like, them. yeah. So I, I remember, but I remember a couple of the executives, like, sir, young man, very good job. And I and I said, they're like, you, yeah, you, you did a good job in that part. And I, and I, like an idiot, so innocent and dumb, I was like, oh, yeah, but I'm just, I was gonna say I'm just a reader, and I and then something went. You know, don't say anything. Let them think the, you did yeah. really good. Yeah, and then I was like, "What are you doing? Just shut up." And then I sh- I stopped myself. But that was the first time when I started thinking, "Oh, wait a minute, I think something's happening here, or something could happen." Yeah, and you when did, when did they finally come back to you and say? And then they finally had like a then they had like they had like a screen test. They started having screen tests, and I didn't know who they had narrowed it down. They go, "Oh, we got this guy, this guy." So it was like two. Three people reading for the same thing, and they had the screen test. And they go, hey, uh, and they gave me the thing, and you come at 9 o'clock, and you... Uh, but there's two other guys. So I show up with all the papers to read with all the guys, and they go... Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. They go, what are you doing? 
And I go, oh, I don't, well, I don't have their parts memorized yet. And they go, and they started laughing. They go, hey, come over here. The director and the producer, like, he's, he's still, he thinks he's, he's the reader. Oh, that's so <laughs> cute. Is that cute? No one's told you any different. How the <laughs> fuck know, are you supposed to know? I know. But they, they just think I should know. Like, you're coming to a screen test. But I didn't even know what a freaking screen Dude. test was. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And they were like, no, he thinks, no, no, no. You're reading for this. And I was like, oh, oh cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I end up reading for the, the 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 part. And that's when I end up getting it. And did they make you come back and do multiple screen tests? They made yes. No, not multiple screen tests. They made me come back because no one was so there was a guy who was the head of Disney. He was called uh I think he's he's still around, Katzenberg. His oh yeah. He's he's now with DreamWorks. Barry but Barry Katzenberg? Yeah. Is it Barry? Yeah, something like that. No, you think of Barry Katz. I thought it was also and then Barry you just Katzenberg. put a bird Jeffrey, at the end. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Katzenberg. Jeffrey Katzenberg. Thank you. But he was like, uh, from what I hear, now I wasn't there in the room, but they were like, wait, you just this guy's the reader? You're putting a reader in a movie? Uh, let's get some comedians. And they were like going after all these. So so you were you were shelved for a second there. I was when they shelved were for a second, and they were like, uh, like let's get the let's get the let's get some people in here. And then at one point, the the producer was sell, selling me like, no, this guy's good. He's actually from the island. He's like the only one in the movie that's who's who's legit. Who would probably be from the? He kind of knows he has the dignity, or whatever the, uh, that that we want to sell with these guys. I was like, uh, uh, and then he goes, all right, well, have him. Can he be funny? We need him to be funny and silly and all this stuff. So they they gave me this outfit. I had like a. Urkel, I remember Jaleel White was big at that time. Yeah. yeah, they wanted me to say that I had the freaking knickerbockers. <laughs> and oh, my God, the short and pants. I'm like, and oh. So I was like the Jamaican Urkel for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, they wanted, and they had me screen test and do a, do a, not even a screen test. It was he's upstairs in the office and I was downstairs in another. He's watching you on the monitor? No, oh. they t- it was VHS. This is 93. So they take the VHS thing uh, sorry, out of the camera, mm-hmm. go upstairs. He watches it. And so you're sitting downstairs. I'm sitting downstairs, and then they're like, "Have him, have him be sillier," and he's giving it. I never even saw the guy's face because he doesn't see actors. And then they come back down, they <sighs> keep thinking. And I remember at one point going, "Hey man, can I just play this straight?" Because there's like a whole scene where I had to like talk to the dog and stuff like that. And but they had like a lamp there for me <laughs> to talk to. And I go, "I think if I just play it straight." And then you pull back and you see it's a dog. That's what's funny. I don't think I need to. I'm like, I don't how are you already having a better idea of what comedy <laughs> is than the people that are supposed to be making this fucking movie? <laughs> because that's what <coughs> comedians do. That's what comedians do. I I didn't know it at the time, but right. I was like, you also knew where your strengths probably were in right. your internally. Right. You right. know. You're, you knew in that moment what the best way was for you to deliver that line. I feel like I knew better then, <laughs> kind of than now, only because I didn't question it. Yeah. I just kind of... Went like, with yeah, your this instincts. This is what feels right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think now I kind of intellectualize Now, you, now you know so much about acting yeah, that you overcompensate much. sometimes. Exactly. Now yeah. it's like, well, should I do it this way? Do they want it, they want it subtle? Do they want it... I'm trying to balance it. Yeah. Right. And then I just kind of did whatever. You did, your, you did your thing. Yeah. And then finally, Katzenberg is like... Finally, they send me home. They don't. They don't decide. They send me home, and I wait for like a week and a half, which you know is murder. My yep. God! Every time the phone rings, is it? Hello, is <laughs> yeah. it? I mean, it's me, Raul. I'm here. Were like, you working? Or what were you doing? What were you doing to make money? Oh, I was an <laughs> unemployed. Oh, okay. So that's even worse. 
Yeah, so it's yeah, not like you had something to distract you. No, no you no, were no, like no. waiting for this call. You're just sitting at home, looking out your picture window, watching Eric drive up and down the street successfully <laughs> until you get that call. Just throwing coke yeah. cans into your yard. <laughs> what, dude? You're a dick. <laughs> but I had had some. I had a little bit of money from uh, uh, like doing a commercial. Oh, okay. All right. So you but had done some commercial acting. It wasn't, right? but it was like it wasn't much. But I was living so. You know how like you're living so cheap. Yep. That if you get four grand, you're like. Sweet. Oh man, this is gonna are last you, are forever. Are you on your yeah. own, or are you still with your mom at this point? No, this time at this point, I'm on my. You're own. on your own. Okay. I'm like out of the house. I'm 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 a man now. Okay, you're a man. Full. Yeah. You're a full man. <laughs> Not like really, you, but you just know. like yeah. your dad always said, you would be. You're a man <laughs> exactly. now. Okay. And they call you a week and a half later. They would call me a week and a half later. I remember I was like uh, cleaning out, uh, cleaning out something out of my, my, my like an ashtray, like weed out of my ashtray, <laughs> something like that. Like, what is this? Like, uh, and then I and I and I swear to God, before the phone rang, I sat up like this. By the way, you're talking about a landline, right? An actual phone. A landline. Yeah. You were sitting in your house because you had to stay near a phone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you sensed it was going to ring before, or you sensed, I sensed something? I sensed something. I sensed it. It rang and I and I didn't know who it was, but I knew I was like, "This is it. This is something good." I sensed it, and I pick up the phone, and it was a producer. She was on the uh, going to the airport, and she goes, "Raw." I go, "Yeah." She goes, uh, "Congratulations, you got the part." And I go, and I go, "Cool." Like that. And she <laughs> goes, "She goes what?" <laughs> she goes, "Do you know how hard we fought for you?" She goes, "You better be excited." I go, "Oh no no no! When I hang up, I'm gonna jump up and down." <laughs> And she goes, you better, you son of a bitch. Yeah, we worked hard to fucking tell everybody in charge that this guy no one's ever heard of is the right dude for the part. Yeah, exactly. And then she, uh, and she hung up the phone, and I, and I was like, and then after, I was like, sweet. And that Did movie? you even know how much money we were going to make or anything? Or at this no. point, are you literally just, you're, you had one uh, eye on one part of the prize at that point, yes, and that was that's it. it. And we should be, we haven't even talked about, it. it's the movie Cool Runnings. Yes, it's I figured. I, I figured you were setting this up in a way that uh, you yeah, would reveal we didn't that. even mention like what movie this was for. But like, yeah. Cool Runnings was a very popular, famous fucking movie '93 on right. John Candy. It's based on fact. The Jamaican right. bobsled team. Yeah, um, and they went with a guy that they didn't know. Didn't know, which which they said doesn't hardly ever happen. Well, it's a ever. studio film, which is why that, they're yeah. they're trying to yeah. go for. It was Disney, right. no? Yeah, it was Disney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. John Candy, and it was a John Candy, and who who was the greatest dude ever, man? Oh, That's so like a regular that. guy. He's Just very mid. He's Canadian Chicago. You know what I mean? He's yeah, like, yeah. Up to this point, had you had a lot of? Uh, you had lived here for a while, I'm guessing. So, had you had a lot of interactions with famous people at that point, or was nah. he? So this was all. This is kind of like all happening at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that part of the world. Who did I see? I saw this guy called... Uh, I saw uh, Gary... Like, because it's the Valley, so every now and then you'd see Scott Bayo or something. <laughs> wow. Cool. Sorry yeah. about that. That <laughs> fucking piece of shit couldn't get hit by a bus, huh? <laughs> but you'd see him, like, on Ventura or something, or, you know, or the Magic Castle where everyone plays golf or whatever. Yeah. And you'd see, every now and then see, like, a semi-celebrity. But like yeah, I didn't know any celebrities. Right, right. Meaning that you hadn't... Yeah. I wasn't in, not in a social or, or work... No. Level, you no, didn't no, ha- no. have that experience. No. So and this, and you were not doing stand up at this point. No. Okay. All right. Did you had you contemplated that, or was that yes. something that you had? Yes, because when I was uh, when I was in high school, uh, the theater I was it was either theater or stand up. Really? Yeah, I thought I've thought about stand up too, and I, and and I started doing stand up like right even before I went to shoot the movie, 
Interesting. Because I got the note, I was uh, got the mess, and then it was like a, a few months before I ended up going to shoot the movie. But I was do I was dabbling, I was writing little things, because I I was afraid of stand up. It's like, terrifying for people. Yeah. And then I had a friend who was older that was doing stand up, and I thought he sucked. <laughs> And I was like, well, I could be funnier than if that. If this clown can get up <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. So you had gone and seen a little bit of stand-up. Yeah, exactly. and I'm like, oh, okay. Did you have, you didn't listen to it a lot as a kid, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did? did. Because my mom was a big fan of Richard Pryor. Okay. Dude, so, had so you had been album. exposed to it. Thank okay. God. Yeah, yeah. So you heard that from a young age. Yeah. I didn't get to Pryor. hear Pryor until I was older. Yeah, I heard Pryor, Cosby. Dude. Well, Cosby, me and my brother traded yeah, that tapes. Was clean. That was and clean. that was like, uh, that was some of the, I mean, the guy turned out to be a huge, giant walking tire fire. Yeah, but you can separate material from... But that, yeah, that, yeah. that, my brother, to my brother Russell, with whom I slept, that yeah, album, yeah, yeah. jumping on the bed, the man came in here, his dad taking off his belt, the whole... Right, right. We right. had that thing. We we could still, my brother still quotes, the, I go, don't quote those albums in public, dude. He's like, <laughs> I know, but like, it's still part of who I but am. They're still and I'm like, funny. They're still I mean, funny. Dude, my dad I mean, called me after Cosby got in trouble, and he's like, so I feel bad that I liked him back in the day. I'm like, you didn't know back in the day. Like, yeah, right, none, right, of us, right. none of us you were aware. You can't erase your memories. Aware. It's no, not I like mean, we saw him do that, and then we're like, yes. well, he's funny. Let's look the other way. Yeah. It's like, right, I mean, you know. it is what it is. You can't, that part of it and how it impacts you, 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 can't, that, you can't erase that. This is a separate part of it, and it right. actually right. different. It does lend itself to the idea that people who are too squeaky clean are hiding the most. Well, I, you know okay, I mean? well, I don't know about that. Ah, people who are like and want to tell other people how to live—that was the thing that 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 was Cosby's downfall. He, yeah. sh- if he wouldn't have fucking ridiculed the black community yeah. about like how they should wear their pants or what they should be doing with their fucking hats. I mean, the guy sounds like my eighty-five-year-old white neighbor. You know what I mean from Illinois? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like. A, a guy who's trying to build up uh, a group of people. It sounds like a guy who's like trying to fucking talk down. Well, maybe it's good that, like he, that. He, he said all that because then he got caught. I was just <laughs> say, I, I think that that's, you know, it's a, he should have been caught a lot sooner. sooner. Yeah. 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 You know, we, we also learned that uh, um, and there's enablers uh, right. who are willing to, it's yeah. shocking people to me how many of the, the enablers way. do not get held responsible. And I think that if they, if more enablers were also taken down, you'd yeah. have less of this moving forward. Yeah, because you're less likely to yeah. turn the other way to be the guy that well I was being paid by them and you know I mean that's that's my job, dude. People, I think people trip over power or celebrity too much, and I think that's a big problem. Like, just because I mean we're all comics, we know some comics that are pretty like damaged pieces <laughs> of shit. Yeah, and, sure. and I think but people oh they're funny so everyone so when people are making money off of you they they let you slide. That, that's what it is. If if you're making somebody money. You you get that enabling and and it's yeah. it's a little rarer today than it was back in the eighties or whatever you know what right, I mean right, like right. but like there's still like if you know there are still comics that I know that have pretty severe drug habits that right. no one seems to be stepping in and it just seems to be spiraling yeah, and yet they're sad. like just uh, you know allowed to perform everywhere and it's like. Yeah, sometimes I don't show up for gigs. Why is that acceptable? If I did that, I'd be banned from whatever club I was right. in. I mean, I can't even fucking not show up at Flappers where I get paid no money. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. I mean, and that's no why I'm working on my drug habit, you guys. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you got a long hard. way to go, dude. First, you <laughs> need to do some <laughs> drugs. Then oh. you need to work on habit-forming drugs. Oh, my bad. So you, so you, how how long in a studio film that that was probably a pretty long shoot too, right? I mean that was not really. I've, they I've pumped that I mean, it out wasn't weeks, months, but they, it wasn't. Well, I, here's the thing. I think they didn't really. Uh, here's a little inside 
tip there is that they wanted to do this movie Sister Act 2. They weren't really Disney wasn't really all that hyped on this movie. So it was like let's just get this in the can and yeah, be done here, with it. Okay. And the same producer had both stories. Oh, uh, okay. And they were like, "All right, look, we'll let you do your little Jamaican thing if you give us that story to Sister Act 2." And, and he so said, and th- "How funny is that because <laughs> <laughs> cool Runnings and Sister Act, it, it's not even like comparable. Like Cool Runnings just keeps going, and people are still influenced by it today. Right. Sister Act Two is like the butt of jokes <laughs> when people talk <laughs> about crappy movies. I don't, I don't but know. it's a sequel, man. It's Those things, sequel, are, it's, 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 that's just money. That's yeah, just it's not a Terminator Two. I'll tell you that. No, it's but it's uh, a business. <laughs> that's a pure business decision. Right, 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 yeah, right, that right, was. Right, yeah, and, and Whoopi Goldberg was hot, yes, hot back then, like fucking on fire. So. You know, milking every dime, like you said, it's all about money anyway. It's yeah. like yeah, they, they didn't see you guys as a money-making machine, whereas they right. knew people would go see Whoopi Goldberg. So, so you, you kind of touched on it, working with John Candy, he just it, being on set with him and stuff like that, you kind of just felt like, wow, you know, if, if this is what Hollywood is, just a bunch yeah. of normal people doing fun things, is that kind of how you looked at it? I think he spoiled me. But I kind of knew that I'd heard stories about all these actors that were assholes. So I kind of was surprised that John Candy was... Because you were expecting this guy's been around. Yeah. I knew who he was. Like, all right, everybody, this let's just get this done up. and let's, you know, and then the camera's out. <laughs> we're funny. All right, yeah. now listen, seriously, don't fuck exactly. off. We don't have time for this. Listen, you black guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the three of you idiots need to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But kind of, you guys, because there was like the three main bobsledders. Right. Right. There's four. Four. Okay, yeah. there were four. Okay. I guess, well, I guess you're not counting me. <laughs> well, I was going to say, was it you're the three Stooges vibe? But no. <laughs> But but uh, I'm glad it's nice to hear that Candy was he was, was nah he was he actually spoiled me and then we were and then he was like look man and he he kept it real with us and he was like you know this is really your movie I'm just here to make sure they don't bury it I mean who does that no but somebody who's very aware understanding of why he was there he wasn't like I'm John fucking Candy and right. this is a John Candy vehicle it's like this movie is about the guys who were on the fucking bobsled right right and. They just happen to have some wackadoo coach, right? Kind of getting behind him and believing them in them. Also, he he said he was he goes you know I was there. I'm from Canada. I was there during the the '88 Olympics oh, when this that's all went fascinating. down. He said he goes he goes man he goes this is because they don't even know what they have here. That's what he said. He goes this story is magical. And and it's true because Disney was like, yeah, well, we'll see. They didn't we'll, know what we'll, they had. It'll be a straight to video. Like. So it gets so so it gets done. Not that not to fast forward, but I'm yeah. curious because yeah. obviously this is an experience for you. Like yeah, all yeah, this yeah. first time stuff, it gets done. You probably leave on a high because it's probably pretty cool, right? Yeah. You, you had your own trailer, I'm assuming, and stuff right. like that, where you get to hang out. You're whatever one of the on. stars of the movie. Yeah, yeah. You right. So yeah. you got you getting you know you're seeing this. You're, you're yeah, living yeah. it, right? You get home, it's done. I'm sure there's probably just like stand up. You have a great set, and then when it's done, it's kind of like and right. you're just kind of sitting there going, well, that's over. And yeah. now I'm just kind of sitting back at my house doing nothing. Because you got like almost a year before that. And people don't movie even know out. you've done it. So yeah, they have no like idea. So it's you're been back done. to regular life. Yeah. I'm assuming at this point, had you did, did you then start doing stand up in yes. between while you were waiting? Yes. Movie comes out, or I'm assuming you get ready. You did press and all that stuff. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yes. At what point did it start going? Oh, wait a minute. This is not just a movie that's going to get buried. This is a movie that like, people you know are going to see like, forever. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure I out. I felt like, like that after I was done with it. You, you did, knew it was but, good. But you also understood just enough that you are not that you don't understand the machine that's behind this. The machine right. can bury it. Right. The I machine yeah, could, could be totally excited. You, exactly. You felt one way, but at what point did you actually notice that the machine was going to get behind this thing? And you were like, oh, this is uh, going to go. I think, uh, when, I think it's with the same. It was like a month before it was released. Because we had like screenings, you start to go to these screenings, 
And the director had, had hit us up and said, hey, because Disney was thinking, like, eh, there was not a lot of advertising. They didn't put our faces on the poster or anything. They did not. They did not. They okay. did, like, a cartoon. Jesus Because they were scared to, like, John Candy and, like, who's John Candy and these four black guys? <laughs> <laughs> so they were so paranoid about it. And then they put these cartoon in a fake bobsled. But what happened was they they screened it, and the director said, holy shit. He said, we screened it in, like, Tennessee or something like that. And he said, there were a bunch of rednecks in their pickup trucks. They loved it. They're gun racks. And they're kind of frowning when it comes on, like, what? It's like, Jamaicans. And they're like. That uh, sounds different than me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like that. And. Right. He said that they were watching it and watching it. But he said but by the middle of the movie, they're like, come on, Junior. Come on, Jamaicans. They were yelling and stuff. Yeah. And they were howling. And that's when they go, wait a minute. It's a feel-good movie. This is testing like that in the South? Yeah. And so they go, holy shit, we got to try to get the... But by then, they you know, they, they got to buy the ads and all that stuff before. They hadn't bought a lot of ads, so they were just trying to pump radio. Once they told us that, I go, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be better than everyone's thought. And I told them exactly how much it was going to make. <laughs> and then it, it killed overseas because then they had the time. Because they used to, back then, they used to release the movie, the, Euro, in Europe, they uh-huh. used to re- release it like a month later. Okay. And and they, they didn't the release it advertise. all at the same time. Yeah, they gave them time to advertise and link us with Mc, with Burger King and all this crap. Yeah. So it did like a hundred million overseas. Wow. And it did less here. But barely less. I mean, not yeah, too much like less. Yeah, it did like seventy. Yeah. Yeah. But that had that that wasn't the norm. Right. Back then. Right. Well, and it's also a comedy, but it makes sense that it did well overseas because it's the type of comedy that can translate. Right, like a lot of right. comedies don't translate, but that story. That story, right, and right, it, it carries. Right. And it can relate to anybody. It doesn't it, matter what country yeah, it is. It, anybody yeah, can relate to And it carries over time. It's not, yeah. a, it's not a, I mean, it's a dated story in the sense that it was a real thing that happened in the Olympics in the 80s. Right. But, like, the idea, the, 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 the message of the movie, you know what I mean? Try. Never give up. It doesn't matter where you're from. It yeah. doesn't See, matter your what, background. That's what like, comics get, because John Candy said that to us. He goes, they don't even know what they have. And he said those same things. He goes, it's going to translate all over. He said all that. But the Disney, the people who don't know are like, well, we don't know. It's like, you know, black movies don't. It's, it's for Because they're looking at numbers of fucking movies that were released, exactly. you know, under uh, over budget and understaffed, and they're looking at garbage. They're looking at right. shit numbers, and they... That's the problem with everybody who fucking <laughs> you, puts on You're really us. getting upset. Of well, I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm calm. But, like, I have a really? problem with, like, the idea that the people who are in charge yeah, yeah, have yeah. absolutely no creativity, right. have absolutely no originality, and right. can't see something for what for its possibilities. Right. And right. they're just like, what the numbers say, if we put four black guys and a big fat white guy together, you're not going to have a good movie. You're going to have, like, right. those numbers aren't talking about this movie. So right. stop with the fucking numbers. It, it has nothing to do with emotion, comedy, yeah. uh, universal. The uh, things themes. that human beings will look yeah. at a movie and feel. Right. It's like, that has nothing to do with your fucking numbers. So. That's yeah. why I've always hated math, <laughs> and that's why I'm shitty at addition and subtraction. <laughs> have you have you had have you done any? Uh, you know, unfortunately, as we all know, John Candy passed. Like, how long? How long after uh, that? Did Wagons he die? East. I want to say like a couple yeah. of years, like ninety four, ninety five. No, 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 like the year after. Yeah, ninety four. He did yeah. Cool Runnings, and then Wagons East might have been his next movie. That was his. Uh, it, 
Cool Runs is the only movie he completed. Ah, that's right. As I say, he died during the during the, the making of Wagons of East. Yeah. Wagons, yeah. It, and so, have you done any? Um, was there any like twentieth or tenth anniversary stuff, or twenty? Did they ever do anything with that kind of stuff with that movie? I, I know yeah. a lot of times they re-release stuff, and they I do. Man, it's so weird to me because because like most people don't get those opportunities. That's why I was curious if he did that with that specific movie. They don't. I don't think they. I. I think. The, I. I kind of feel like they still don't even know what. They what still they don't. They don't it. know. Like I go to other places in the world, and people are like, "Hey, you, you're that guy." Or even the, it was great today. I had a meeting with the manager and the guy at the cafe, the guy behind the counter. It's like I planned it. He, t- <laughs> he tells the manager, hey, man. He goes, oh, is it your friend? I, I don't know the freaking guy. He, he, goes, he goes, he's in my favorite movie as, as a kid. He tells the manager that. And, I, and I'm like, <laughs> like. He manager looks at you. He's like, "I swear to God, I don't know this guy. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, I don't know this guy." <laughs> right. But yeah. dude, that's that's legit. Ninety three. There are people who like my wife is about eight years younger than me. All her brothers are around that same. They've all. They're all like, "Dude, that fucking movie's awesome." Dude. Like, I Louis Anderson. You know what people still call him? Louis. John Candy. Fry guy. Fry guy. Oh yeah. Oh, come, coming to America. America? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be so, watching just, the latter movies. Be, I like because that. Because. Yeah. It, again, kind of what John saw, what that guy's talking about. Yeah. That was my moment. Yeah, that was my. You were you were my moment in my life. Yeah, and yeah. I and I and maybe 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 you have or have not you know wrapped your head around understanding that. But for a lot of people, that you were their moment in their life. Yeah, and that's 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 kind of cool too, because not every hundreds and thousands of movies have come out, and they're nobody's moments. Yeah, they're good movies. They're fine. But there's movies. nobody's moment. But yeah, there life. are yeah, kids yeah. that like watch that movie. They're like, you know what? Anything is possible. I can do fucking anything. If these dudes from Jamaica can get on a bobsled and enter the yeah. Winter Olympics in Canada, I can fucking go out and throw the big game or pitch a fucking whatever no hitter. Well, or and the nice thing is too, it's like I could pop that movie and I still show my kids, and they're not going to fall asleep and walk away from the movie. Like they'll still right. they can they can still watch that movie. Yeah, like there's yeah. a lot of movies I can put in the ink. They're not. It doesn't. Them. It doesn't, it doesn't lose. Right. Yeah. It doesn't lose anything over time. No. Well, we're not. We're like walking around with pages or nothing. Like that. <laughs> it's not super digital. Take this. I got a fax. I got a fax, guys. This is Let dope, me. yo. <laughs> Though it's all just that in its own way. It'd be very shit. funny, right? Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, man, you've gone on to do uh, so many more things, and uh, we'll we'd really? love to have you back on to. Talk. <laughs> You're like, well, someone tell my someone tell that manager tell guy. My new manager? He really thinks that. Uh, well, cool I, think the, I think the guy, the barista, can pretty much take care yeah. of that part of it. Huh? That guy's gonna. That guy's gonna be your new manager. Um, I see a new movie with uh, you and Louis Anderson in it. Uh, Ooh, yeah, Fry Guy Fry and Bobsled Man. Fry Guy Bobsled Man. With Benson. <laughs> with Benson. <laughs> Robert Guillaume. He's, he's passed on. I know. Well, we can still talk Has about he? him. No. His name doesn't cease to exist. They can. They can do the uh, what do you call it? The, 3D, the Tupac thing. The 3D thing. Yeah. The two. Yeah. How they hologram. keep bringing him back. He's, the hologram. Yeah. But uh, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for talking to it's us. It's great, man. Um, you guys are fun, what are you man. What are you up to now? Where can people uh, catch you doing stand up? Uh, I'm doing a show with with, with uh, Brian Callen and um, all these people. It's like a benefit show. Is it in it two weeks? <laughs> yes, it is in two weeks. Okay, good, because that's when this is gonna come out. I have, <laughs> yeah, it's uh okay, wait, it's in the, the oops, it's the twentieth. Yeah, it's tw- oh, that's uh, next week. Never mind. <laughs> well, that's all right. <laughs> hope you, you hope you are saw you, Raw. Are you touring a lot and stuff like that, or like yeah. what's your what's your thing when it comes to stand up? Like what what are you are you out a lot and traveling the United States? Yeah, I, or I, the I don't world? tour. Do I don't tour a lot. I tour like uh, maybe like seven times a year. Oh, okay. And then like I go like three places. Like, 
and then come because I I gotta uh, like being in town. My whole strategy now is to be in town. Okay, like that's what this manager is like. He's like, we need you in more movies, and he goes, then you can do as much stand up as you want. Yeah, you get when people start seeing you on the big screen and the yeah. TV, then you can go you can sell, sell out yep. and improv in Tennessee exactly. or wherever. And because I don't sell out anywhere now, so right, which is not easy by the way. And it's no yeah. disrespect to anybody's level of talent. It's sometimes it's not about that. Yeah, it's yeah. about we were talking about I think off air. Like certain people we know that have done Last Comic Standing, where you're like, you don't need to do that, but they do need to do that. That's just more yeah. exposure. It yeah. puts more butts it's in all seats. It's about That's getting eyes on your comedy. It's to the get business. More right. butts in seats. Yep. So, yep. so that's why I'm not touring. I just did, ta- I mean, Tahoe, and I'll do Tahoe. Okay. Like, you know. I love it. I do Tahoe, Hawaii, uh, like <laughs> these really nice I places. Have go- <laughs> I know. Well, I like to go to cities that read. <laughs> dude, because honestly, and that's, I, I'm with you, dude. Like, yeah. I prefer an audience to be educated and to have an open mind yeah. than to be closed-minded because there are some people that just won't. Like, I was at a place yeah. last night, man. You, some of these people, they don't deserve comedy. You know where one of a com- the comedian's uh, favorite places are? To bring well, it all back? Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, my God. Because you could do any type of joke there because Madison they're so... It's a very ed- It's a very educated... Uh, they, they'll take they'll take everything from your typical fart joke, which there's nothing wrong with, all the way to something that's very high concept. Wow. You can, that you can run the spectrum. That's why so many comics love going oh, to love Madison. Comedy on state in Madison and Comedy Works in Denver are the two best comedy clubs I've ever been in. Like in terms of audience, wow. the best, the best. And you get a real inflated sense of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then you you walk away from a weekend of those shows. And then you're like, you assume like it's that like that everywhere. Then you like go to yeah. like even like Huntington Beach. You're like, mm, okay. Don't you find that the LA, uh, the closer you are to LA, it's like the worse th- they are because <laughs> yes and no, yeah. yes and no. I mean, I find there's there's if if I'm gonna be performing in in the Los Angeles, the greater Los Angeles area, I yeah. would prefer to be in Los Angeles than say Orange County. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Like there's a, there's a level mm. of uh, of ignorance in Orange County that. That yeah. is, it doesn't work with my humor sometimes. I have an open mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, I'm serious. That's There's your a, Orange County, like, I made a joke. I was like, I, th- I found out I was racist the other day. And literally everyone in Irvine was like, uh huh, and? And I was like, okay. <laughs> Most people chuckle because that's a weird thing to say out loud, right, right. you know? And now I say, I'm now when I'm in other parts of the country, I say, <laughs> I say that and they get, I get a chuckle and I go, uh, has anyone ever been to Orange County? Because that place is pretty white, and that's coming from me. I'm virtually see-through, and I think <laughs> it's too white because I go, I go, I think people in Orange County think "Get Out" is a how-to video, <laughs> and that gets a laugh. Usually, like, oh uh, yeah, that'd be weird to think that. Like, oh, it's a how-to video. Like, John will be in Orange County next week. I will be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is? How would you describe your comedy? Uh, like a social scientist. Said the with jokes. Okay, like a social studies teacher. Okay, it's doing jokes. You talk about life, what's yeah. going on in society. But I like human behavior. Yeah, like what? Because I, what I know this is like what you guys are talking about is like it. Like we think we're so different, but then we all have this thing, you know, that we're all relating to emotionally. We're all responding to the same thing. And dude, getting your heart broken, or you yeah, everyone's got a cheap friend. Is it? Does like some? If I say a joke about my friend who's cheap and never. You know, tips never, or whatever. Never tip, never pre- that guy is, is in, in every Sweden. culture. He's in yeah. Zimbabwe. Yeah. He's in everywhere. He's in every culture. Because really, I mean, I don't know if you've ever read that Bill Nye statement, but like, technically, there is no race. 
Does that no, like no, I believe we're that. all from like human beings started in Africa? That's been proven, right? Mm-hmm. The first human skull was found there. That's it. Human beings came from Africa. Now, people in Africa have darker skin because the fucking sun <laughs> is like on their shoulder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas people in <laughs> Ireland live under clouds all the time. Right. So they're white as fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. but they're st- it's still the human race. It's the human race. It's yeah. not, oh, the black race or the Latino race. Humans. It's all, we're all one people. And like, that is forgotten or never talked about by more people and on a regular talk. basis. It's insane to me. It's insane to me. Well, we'll talk about that on our next podcast called Race Wars. Race Wars. Because that's where it's all headed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, Rolf, thank you so much for coming yeah, dude, by. Thank you. Uh, really appreciate it. Guys, check out Cool Runnings if you haven't seen it. And also look up Rawl's comedy because he is hilarious. Rawl TV. Rawl TV. Dot. It's just. Oh, you mean my, my uh, yeah. website? Yeah, Rawl and then dot TV. R-A-W-L-E. Yeah. Dot TV. But, but you can find me on Instagram. I never, I'm never on that website. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. No one goes to the website. That's just a portal. Up. It's yeah. just a portal. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening. Have a great week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>